1: Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst nana Sultan
0: accents. Chug mm-hmm. wine, discuss their bowels. Uh, in detail. Their are aversion to Sometimes with visual aids.
1: <laughs> Show us the leggings, Amanda. <laughs> I got my new leggings. Well, they're not new. They're old.
2: Ah, uh, so cute. Are those holes or is that just a no, pattern? They're
0: dats. Oh,
3: <laughs> they're just they like dads. fish that
0: leggings. <laughs> also, my office, I don't know if you can see it in this video, and I'm not going to move anything because God knows that will only destroy this progress. But my carpet is ripped up because I have water coming into my basement. Yay! Yes, we're letting this air out and getting that
2: fixed. Homeownership! That room spray smell that you way overdid
0: it. It's actually (laughs) perfect now. Okay, Okay. good. So I have have perfected the pumps, only one pump. Mm -hmm. (laughs) One, not upwards of seven, because you can't (laughs) smell it yet. And then it still smells that way. Two weeks after you get home <laughs> from a road trip.
1: That's basically what you did to yourself with the gummies in Denver. Oh,
0: a thousand percent. This I, hasn't
1: kicked in yet. I'm Better a woman take two of,
0: more. of impatience and abundance. We know <laughs> this. This is a well-known feature of my personality. It's
2: your defining feature.
0: It kind of is. Spontaneity. Overdoing it. Overdoing it, <laughs> regretting it, scaling back and recalibrating. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully learning my lesson. Probably not.
2: Probably not.
0: Anyway, that's me, Amanda's attribute. Oh, What's everybody else's attribute? Oh.
2: Uh, ba- backwards, I'm Lucy. Uh, my defining attribute is offering to take group photos for people. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: I'm Kenyan, and my defining attribute is that I will procrastinate by learning Gaelic.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Scottish Gaelic. Scottish Gaelic. Scottish Gaelic. You are really good at it, though.
1: I'm really good at it. Like, you can't
0: speak Klingon to save your fucking life, but you're Scottish Gaelic? (laughs) Quite good.
1: Really good. So I will do literally anything to procrastinate. Mm -hmm. So there you go. That's the latest. So on to Scottish Gaelic crimes. Ew, oh, I <laughs> wish. Oh, somebody fan picker, send it in. That would no. have been such a
0: good segue, but oh God, <laughs> I feel like that no. would be tough to research.
1: Cad me Oh, Jesus Christ. It's so good. I love it. It comes
2: so naturally. It's unnerving. It's incredible. It's weird.
1: Okay, so this week we've got a very special fan pick brought to you by Sydney Wolfe. Oh yeah. Oh (laughs) we'll get to Sydney, trust me. (laughs) And Sydney has selected a very niche topic, but actually plethora of options to go with. I Who knew? Kenyon was complaining. I was was, like, no. I literally Uh, Sydney, I'm gonna be real with you. When I (laughs) saw the fan pick in the spreadsheet, I typed in as a note that Lucy would see what the fuck, this is so dumb, can we change it? I think your words were, what the fuck is wrong with
0: people?
2: (laughs) And I explained, I typed back in our shared live spreadsheet. (laughs) Well, I'm just going, I'm not getting
0: involved here.
2: Which we will get to. Actually, I'll just just say it right now. Okay, so Sydney, I have followed this fan picker. I think for like a couple of years on Instagram, and it's because she runs an account called One Two Tenders, and it's a chicken tender review Instagram account.
1: Once Lucy made that clear to me, I rescinded my Mm -hmm. snarky comment. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. when I found my case, I was like, you know what? This Sydney bitch is a genius. She knows what the
0: fuck. Mm-hmm. She's talking about so nine times out of ten we see the fan picks and we're like what how and then we get one of the recommended cases or dive into the research and it's like, like oh Whoa. okay this mm-hmm. is bonkers worth it yeah yeah uh-huh. so
2: just to f- just a shout out Sydney just a little bit more mm-hmm. follow her account at one o n e underscore t o underscore tenders t-e-n-d-e-r-s one to tenders and here is a quote from her regarding her love of chicken tenders <laughs> quote chicken tenders are the taylor swift of foods no matter where you go or what mood you're in they're always great and they put you in a better mood even my least favorite chicken tenders are still pretty damn good
1: When if that's that.
2: not the taylor
1: swift of foods
2: I don't know what is. <laughs> I
1: feel like people are going to write to us about their personal feelings about Taylor Swift. No, and I can't express don't. to you how little we want to hear that. It's going straight to Derek. <laughs> but I agree with that statement.
2: Yeah. I do too. And I actually think that comparing chicken tenders slash chicken nuggets will get to it mm. to Taylor Swift is
1: uh, completely
2: appropriate.
1: All right. Well, as we've said, it's chicken nugget crimes yeah. this week. So Lucy, oh no, not Lucy! It's fucking me. Only episode two, whatever.
0: The I other remember one. things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, what's our wine crime pairing for chicken nugget tenders?
0: Okay, so I switched it up. Chicken I had, nugget tenders. Chicken nugget tenders. Chicken nugget. What's wrong with me? Crime? I haven't even started
1: drinking, and I'm like exhausted. Chicken nugget and out tenders. Of it. Do you
0: smell burning feathers? Is one part of your face <laughs> a little bit slouchy? Or hairspray? Do you it just smell smells, hairspray? It
2: smells like toast.
0: Burnt oh.
1: toast? <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's wrap this up so I can text your husband. No, it doesn't have smell like anything because I have allergies and I like cannot breathe through my nose I right think now.
0: you're fine. It's just important for us to remember that uh, I just got back from a road trip and we've not recorded a regular episode in over two weeks.
1: Yeah, so yeah. we're it's all gonna just, be
0: slow going. We're getting back into it. Mm. All right, chicken you know? nugget crimes. Chicken nugget crimes. So I I <laughs> had originally picked a different wink wine. So if you ordered the uh, what was it like easy peasy lemon squeezy, that wine is awesome and you won't regret it. But I'm not actually pairing it with that. <gasps> I, I got know. that wine. I'm giving you a switcheroo because <laughs> once I wrote my case, which ish. Y'all. Ish, y'all. I had to change it to Wink's copycat Chardonnay Mm. because a lot of the time, in my cases that we'll cover, what you're getting is not chicken. It's some sort of poor Uh, uh, copycat or not even trying to be uh, a copycat. uh, 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 uh. Could be a human Uh, finger in there. We'll 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 get get to it it more than once then. Yep. (laughs) So I was like, this is too perfect and i have to change the pairing quick reminder wink wine club is an online wine club that delivers wine directly to your door or if you cannot legally receive wine in your state (coughs) Kenyon, kentucky to the walgreens (laughs) across state lines
1: yep (laughs) trafkin wine i love Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm.
0: they have an incredible inventory that changes all the time i know i say this like every single time we feature them but it's like now is always a fun time to check them out because they always have something new and we're moving into summer, which means their rosé portfolio is starting to expand. Yeah, and their white wines. <sighs> yes, oh, it wonderful. is. The such a wonderful... Drink air. It's so good. So check them out at trywink.com forward slash gals. That's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C dot com forward slash G-A-L-S gals. And if it's your first time doing an order with them... You get 20 bucks off your first box and put four or more bottles in your cart and they take care of the shipping. It's a win, 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 win. It's a wine, win 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 It's a wine, wine, win win win. So I'm going to read uh, Wink's notes on this because they're so cute and applicable. Copycat is a bit of a trickster. Oh. On opening the bottle, you might think this wine is an old world native, but on closer inspection... You'll find it's a human body part. (laughs) Just kidding. Or an old yoga mat. (laughs) You'll find it has its home in the new world. A shrimp tail, we'll get to it. With crisp (gasps) notes of apple and citrus. Oh, we'll talk about shrimp gate.
2: Yes. (laughs) It. It.
0: I was sucked in all
3: night
2: long. I know. When I
0: said that to all of you in the group chat, I was like, "This is going to capture their hearts and minds and gag reflexes." I thought about it all night long.
1: Cinnamon toast shrimp guy is the new bean dad because he's actually an asshole.
0: I mean, I'm going to divorce the situation Uh from 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 the individual. Yeah, I'm going to give it the full J.K. JK Rowling. Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) He's Topanga's husband, right? Yes.
0: And the shrimp gate just appeared. It has no father. Yeah. Okay, fine. I like that. That's how I approach that. Um, So this has crisp notes of apple and citrus. And you might think this Chardonnay can't possibly be from the same place that produces oaky, buttery whites that California is so often associated with. But peel back a few layers. Do a DNA test of those shrimp tails to discover notes of stone fruit and ripe pear, and you'll find this ringer for a French Chardonnay actually comes from the Golden State after all.
1: Wow, you've sold me.
0: I know. She's friendly, she's sunny, she's easy drinking. This is a wine that pairs well with food, like chicken nuggets, or stands on its own. And pardon the pun, but we think you'll find this crisp Chardonnay just perfect. Oh. <laughs> I almost Aww. said Wink should hire me, and then I'm like, wait, they kind of did. So.
1: <laughs> Wink should they hire kind of me to, to read sell the notes wine. that they
0: wrote. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's precisely what I'm hired to do. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> this is a fruit forward, but light in body wine with a nice dry finish. She clocks in at 12.8% ABV. This is a low sulfur and low sugar mm. wine. So I know I'm really excited to give her a try. Mm-hmm. And she is a popper, so you're going to want to grab your nice pop wine key from our online store, WiningRinePodcast.BigCartel.com. Oh my god, they should totally hire me to sell their merch. <laughs> <laughs> I found a now new that career. Now think about it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey. Hey, that is exactly what I do for a living.
1: Do you think we should be getting money from that merch?
0: Oh, shit. Are we supposed to be getting paid for this? Mm, I'll follow up. Write an email. (laughs) I'll call Lucy. Oh, wait. She's right here. Hi, Ray.
2: He's fucking filthy because we have our kitchen re construction going on right now Mm -hmm. he just so much dust
0: and he's just he is just a duster with a face Well, he's also
2: an escape artist i try to keep him upstairs but he like
0: learned how to open a door file that under things you shouldn't bother to even try
2: no i don't all the construction guys know
0: it's just not worth it
2: i'm just like if he's bothering you just put him in the bathroom i can't that's
0: fair all right shall we pop yeah let's do it here we go Oh! Nice pair. A little bit of a surprise. Using one of the new vintage oh glasses God. I got in Tulsa, Oklahoma.
2: I'm so obsessed cute. with those teal and gold those star Tulsa tall boys. Mm-hmm. flat-bottomed towel glasses. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, she's a big. Big gal. There oh, we go. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh. I mean, where All the, the fuck am I going to go?
1: <laughs> 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 it's 7 p.m.
0: on a Thursday.
1: Uh, you know oh, where I'm going to go? Oh. To
0: bed after this. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to sleep.
1: That sounds
2: nice. Like
0: a drunk baby.
2: <laughs> and maybe the bathroom a couple times in between.
0: Oh. yeah. <laughs> I also got my period today, and that's why I have this great new pimple. So for the folks at home who are members of our Patreon at any level, you can see this pimple on my nose for the That's next two hours. That's a new two spot. Hours. bridge of the nose. I know. I don't use If I'm going to get them on my nose, I usually get them like way up here, behind where my glasses sit. Yeah. T zone. I, have- I haven't had one of these in a in a while.
2: That's mm-hmm. unique. I'm excited. I actually-, I actually value that pimple.
0: I do too. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. This Thank has you. been a weird wine segment.
2: Cheers, everyone. <laughs>
1: Cheers. <laughs> 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 Cheers. I got my classic white claw on I'm me. drinking water because I am still hungover from the bottle of Prosecco I put down the other night. Oh, yeah. Love that for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was okay. a lit
0: gack, y'all. So if you haven't listened okay. to it yet.
1: That was, was great. That
2: was a lit gag. That was actually the best gak we've done in a while,
0: It was I think. pretty fun.
1: All right. La, what is our background and maybe psych for chicken nugget crimes? So- A chicken nugget
2: is a food product consisting of a small piece of deboned chicken meat that is breaded or battered, then deep fried or baked. Invented in the 1950s, chicken nuggets have become a very popular fast food restaurant item as well as widely sold frozen for home use. In restaurants, chicken nuggets are usually fried in vegetable oil. And before we get going... I have to address the elephant in the room, which is, uh, excuse me. That burp? Yes. What is the difference between a chicken nugget and a chicken tender? Mm. And I will say that Sydney's email said chicken nuggets slash tender crimes. So we just went with chicken nuggets.
0: So I hope that didn't
2: fuck you guys up in your No, mine's nuggets,
0: but also isn't a tender like a longer strip? Yeah. And I like guess and a chi- I'm about to tell you, okay. OK, I thought you were asking, like, guess what oh, it no. is and then I'll tell you. Oh, no. <laughs> I have
2: like a lot of information on what the difference is. Well,
0: oh. I'll just shut up and drink this tumbler of wine then.
2: And I'm sorry for coughing, too, but my house is so fucking dusty right now. We're uh, we're riding the struggle bus right now. You guys, we're doing our best. We're doing our best. Good,
0: though. Tell you so what.
2: This is from thetakeout.com regarding the question of whether there is a difference or if it's just a marketing technique to, like, make you buy twice as much chicken shit.
1: That's true. I do always have nuggets and tenders in the freezer at home. Because once the tenders seem more sophisticated, right? The tenders seem a little more like... Yeah, substantial. <laughs> maybe, I mean, I know they're not healthier, but like in my brain, they're mm-hmm. healthier than the dino nuggets.
0: So oh, you will be.
1: I
2: love
0: dino nuggets. I
1: love
2: dino nuggets. Ugh. We'll
1: get to the shape. Tyson,
0: take me away.
2: If it. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Canyon, if it makes you feel better, there is a difference. So here's a quote from this thetakeout.com article. Tom Super, Senior Vice President of Communications for the National Chicken Council, explained it as such. Chicken nuggets and chicken strips, a.k.a. chicken tenders, are basically the same thing. They're just shaped differently. Most nuggets and strips are made from white breast meat. But chicken tenders differ because—okay, so I was wrong about that. Chicken strips, chicken tenders— but chicken tenders differ because they are an actual cut of the chicken.
3: Yeah. So the okay. chicken
2: tenders come from the tenderloin rather than the breast. He okay. added boneless wings aren't ch- wings without bones in them. So as that – I didn't even want to cover that guy in I think it was Colorado who like went on a rampage at like a city city hall meeting about saucy nugs. What? Did we all see this?
1: No. No? Oh, fuck.
2: Maybe I should have covered it. This was, this was, <laughs> I, I feel like, like, I brought like a this year up ago. A gag? You did. It was the guy with the long red hair, and yes. he got up and he just railed against the naming of yes. boneless wings. Correct. Because they're not wings at all. Correct. There's no okay. such thing as a fucking boneless wing. Yep. This and he is was arguing, coming back to me, he was arguing to call them saucy nubs. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Yep. yep.
1: Okay, Yeah. well, yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes. I agree with that man. I mean, yes,
2: I did not go into that because I assumed one of you would have and also uh, I feel like we've just been there, done that. Okay. According to the USDA, quote, nuggets are irregularly shaped, usually bite-sized meat and or poultry products, which are usually breaded in deep fat fried and intended to be used as finger foods.
1: So can nuggets, are nuggets basically like, Chicken bits that are mushed together. We'll get to it. Okay. Oh. Unfortunately, we'll get to it. I and know. I porch. talk
0: about it a little in my case, too. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they come in a variety of different categories. They can be made from a solid piece of poultry, meaning the nuggets, from chopped and formed meat or poultry. And this is ne- necessitating a qualifier like chicken nugget, comma, chopped and formed can or you
1: imagine if McDonald's had to change their menu and marketing to six-piece chicken nugget, chopped, and, chopped formed. and formed? We'll
0: get to it.
2: <laughs> and also no, because it's a, a what's it called a proprietary thing, which it's a McNugget. We'll get to it.
1: Oh, okay. trust me, we'll fucking get to it. <laughs> Maybe I need some wine. <laughs>
2: Which may then use the term nugget with a qualifier like breaded nugget-shaped chicken patty. A study published in the American Journal of Medicine analyzed the composition of chicken nuggets from two American fast food chains. It found that less than half of the material was
3: <clears throat> no
2: skeletal muscle mm-hmm. with fat occurring in an equal or greater proportion. Other components included epithelial tissue bone nervous tissue and connective tissue
1: Uh, I'm feeling actually sick
2: the authors concluded that quote chicken nuggets are mostly fat so their name is a misnomer
1: I used to really love chicken nuggets and every time I got the boot shape I was happy and I thought of Jessica Oh,
0: I still love them and even though uh, this research was foul (laughs)
1: Uh-huh. Literally,
0: <laughs> uh, it ran a foul. I still, l- I, I love nothing. Chicken I'm so gross that nothing will make me stop eating this garbage. Chicken's nothing.
1: Patties are way worse. Disgusting.
0: Way worse. I'll chicken eat it all. Tenders
1: are pretty great. Quite honest. Quite
2: honestly, like as soon as that This American Life came out about the bunghole calamari, <laughs> oh, I
1: just wanted more of it. Yeah, I, I didn't give more a shit. Of it.
0: Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Since, I'm like, good like- you for making a very like readily available product that's going to be comparable and it's all about the dipping sauce anyway who cares exactly.
2: it's a vehicle for sauce what do Why you care you bunghole? what the fuck do you put in your body i'm currently drinking a white claw who the fuck knows what's in here honestly <laughs> fry
0: up that bunghole and it is going down this gullet i do Neither not care are
2: kosher anyway calamari or bungholes so get it whatever i mean if you're shocked by the current like modern food industrialized food process. Get over
0: is, it. Glow up. Glow up. <laughs> I don't know. It's really, really
2: horrific. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh-huh. don't be shocked. If right. you're shocked by this, again, glow up.
1: Yeah, you can be outraged. Just don't be shocked. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So in the manufacturing of many poultry products, the meat is mixed with a variety of non-meat ingredients, including flavorings, spices, and salt. And I dare say a bunch of other shit that was not mentioned in this particular article. Tumbling and massaging are gentle methods that produce a uniform meat mixture. Mm. A tumbler is a slowly rotating drum that works the meat into a smooth mixture. There are photos on the drive. Don't worry. A massager is a large mixing chamber that contains a number of internal paddles. It's
1: literally like making paper. It's like creating a meat pulp. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: That's how you get the uniformity. Yeah. The consistency, like the literal being consistent from one product to another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cured turkey products, i.e. treated with sodium nitrate, such as turkey ham and turkey pastrami, are often tumbled or massaged during processing. My friend's
0: cat's name is Turkey
1: Ham. Turkey Ham? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of Turkey Ham. Turkey bacon? I've heard of that, I guess. I've never guess heard it's of turkey kind of the same ham. Thing.
2: Turkey bacon, turkey ham. Wouldn't that be the same thing?
1: I, I don't
0: yeah, know, I but never I love the name it. turkey ham for a cat.
2: That's cute. That's actually really cute. So the chicken nugget was invented <laughs> yeah. in the 1950s by Robert C. Baker. Durst. As- <laughs> no. He'd be
1: way richer. I, I
2: actually pray. would love, you know, like, if somebody asks you, like, who, like, what celebrity living or dead would you like to have dinner with? Mm-hmm. It might, my new answer might be Robert C. Baker.
0: <laughs> and here's From, why. It used to be Robert Durst, and now it's Robert C. Baker?
2: Robert is, Durst is still alive. No, I don't you want You said alive no, or dead. Yes, I know. I do
1: yeah, but There's you can no bang for your buck if you choose dead.
2: Exactly. True. Fucking exactly. <laughs> she gets me. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> Can't argue with that logic. So Robert C. Baker was a food... S- or I actually don't know if he's still alive or dead. Whatever. I'm so sorry, Robert, if you're alive. But probably not because you were like the height of your career in the 50s.
0: And so. also probably not because you are not listening to this show.
2: <laughs> if anyone knows for sure, uh. let me know. So Robert was a food science professor at Cornell University. Ever heard of it? And the Chicken Nugget was published as an unpatented academic work. Hmm, What the fuck? So that, well, we'll get to it. This bite-sized piece of chicken coated in batter and then deep fried was called the Chicken Crispy by Baker and his associates. Okay, that's cute. Bring that back. I know, right? Two problems the meat industry was facing at the time were being able to clump ground meat without a skin, like a natural skin, Mm. and producing a batter coating that could be both deep fried and frozen without becoming detached from the actual, like, meat slurry inside. Mm. (laughs) Baker's... Baker's innovation solved these problems and made it possible to form chicken nuggets in any shape by first coating the meat in vinegar, salt, grains, and milk powder to make it hold together and then using an egg and grain-based batter that could be fried as well as frozen. Hmm. Because this was an unpatented item, then whoever else picked up like the idea, like the this concept to make their own – could make it into whatever fucking shapes they wanted, such as dino nuggets, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: boots, mm-hmm.
2: boots, circles, Diamond. diamonds, etc. So Baker actually invented a bunch of cool shit, and this is why I would want to have dinner with him. Probably a dinner of
1: chicken nuggets inventions. His hits, his <laughs> greatest hits. <laughs>
2: Accredited to him are more than forty. Poultry, turkey, and cold cut innovations, making him the George Washington Carver of poultry. (laughs) Sir, your fetish. (laughs) Yeah, he was really sir. Your foul playing with his meat. (laughs) He was into playing with his
3: meat. Your meat.
2: (laughs) In addition to creating the chicken nugget, he is also responsible for a revolutionary way to bind breading
0: to chicken this so i need God to know bless. because when i do it at home even with like an egg wash all the shit it's hard it's it actually crumbles really off. it's hard to do you on your own you, you it's need so like, hard
2: the chemicals if i'm being honest
0: yeah you. i only have i have like the ingredients that are listed in the recipe to do it but it's not it's not coming out like no i so. always
1: use glue <laughs>
0: <laughs> the other Gorilla Glue girl story is Kenyon oh, no. breading her tenders.
2: <laughs> You're totally the other Gorilla Glue girl. The other other because oh. of the shrimp guy. Mm. Okay, so Baker also co-invented the machine responsible for deboning chicken and created the chicken and turkey hot dogs and turkey ham. Due to his contributions to the poultry sciences, he is a member of the American Poultry Hall of Fame.
1: Mm. <laughs> Where is that? Located? I don't know,
2: but I'm planning a road trip immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the most famous kind of chicken nugget is the McDonald's version of chicken nuggets, known as chicken McNuggets.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: These are also like commonly, like McDonald's is commonly misattributed to. Inventing the chicken nugget, mm-hmm. as as we now know, mm-hmm. obviously not true. Mm-hmm. So if you have that lie in your brain, cut it out of your mouth right now. <laughs> it's to it. my friend, Doctor Baker. <laughs> I don't know if he was a doctor, but whatever. <gasps> okay, so their their recipe was created on commission from McDonald's from McDonald's by Tyson Foods in 1979. And the product was first brought to test markets in Knoxville, Tennessee in 1980. Ooh. But McDonald's couldn't nationally introduce the chicken nuggets for four years because they couldn't find a big enough supply of chicken to match potential demand. Because wow. their test market in Knoxville was like, fuck yes,
3: give me more.
2: <laughs> so they were like, oh, fuck, we got to find a bunch of chickens. <laughs> It took them four years.
1: Four years. People love chicken. It's like how KFC just took the fuck off in Asia. Like, people uh, yeah. love chicken. Kandudji. Kandudji.
2: Mm-hmm. I love that. So, oh, fuck,
1: yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah.
2: <laughs> McDonald's is like, fuck. We gotta find... Some more chickens. (laughs) Oh my god. And they didn't even have their buttermilk ranch at
0: that point, (laughs) probably. Oh, it's just so American. (laughs) I'm just a mare, I can. I'm feeling truly blessed. (laughs) Oh my god. So the largest. The largest
2: record. (laughs) You're going to love this even more. The largest recorded chicken nugget weighed 51.1 <laughs> pounds. That's more than my
0: dog. I know. <laughs> and she
1: or looks 20, like a chicken
0: nugget. She looks or, like a
1: breaded chicken nugget. She yeah, really I wanted in does. metric.
0: Give it to me in metric.
2: <laughs> in metric, 23.2 kilograms. Wow. And was 3.25 feet long or 0.99 meters. And May two- I ask? Why? We'll get to You gotta to it. make it big. Uh, and two feet or 0.61 meters wide, and was created by Empire Kosher. Oh, which I'm assuming is not a person. It's a, it's a kosher.
0: Thing. You could Empire. have been describing like a meteor barreling toward Earth or a chicken nugget, and I would have gotten <laughs> the same like fear in my eyes, yeah, yeah. like that. <laughs> That is like big yeah. enough to survive entering the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, it could cause
1: some damage if hurtled <laughs> at the Earth at a certain speed. Right?
0: It's <laughs> there'd Should be it at big? least like a ferocious it's than fire my dog. cloud.
2: It's about the size of your dog, yeah. like God. size wise, but then heavier.
0: Callie right. is like exactly fifty-one pounds. So oh, I it's am the size of Callie. That is alarming.
2: So this. <laughs> cali nugget was unveiled at kosher fest in secaucus new jersey secaucus on october 29th 2013 so this was not that in our far in our distant past not that distance in (laughs) our past that innocent
0: yeah free britney free britney
2: i've heard a couple of anecdotes about like drunk vegetarians eating chicken mcnuggets shout out katie my friend katie my friend katie I am a vegan friend, Katie, and I think she did this too. I'm pretty
0: sure my friend Claire also broke a long-running either vegan or vegetarian moment, but not for chicken nuggets. I think she did it for a McDonald's Mm. burger.
1: Oh, well, in China, our friend Katie, shout out. You guys met Katie in Philly. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. She's still a vegetarian. She's been a vegetarian her whole life, except for moments of weakness when drunk eating Chicken nuggets in China. Okay, you know, thank you. This is not a thing.
0: Too tempting for some of them. Mm-hmm.
2: The chicken nuggets, and I don't know if it's like okay. So when I if I get chicken McNuggets, I I'll, I always get a side of the ranch, the buttermilk ranch, because for some reason their ranch is like fucking phenomenal, and I'm a also honey mustard
0: gal, also honey a mustard. side of the
2: the sweet and sour. And I dip first in the ranch, then I coat the ranch dipped part in the sweet and sour, and it kind of sticks together. It's like the best.
1: I'm, I'm honey a bit mustard. of a psychopath, and I like them dry, mm, but then occasionally
0: yeah. honey mustard. I'm honey mustard with McDonald's nugs. I am honey, mm-hmm. just honey with Wendy's nugs. Oh, Wendy's has phenomenal really nugs. nugs. They're spicy. They're like,
1: they're know, like, high, like well, white you can spicy. you can
0: get
2: them spicy or not. You
0: can. Oh. I like the I like the plane.
2: I like plane, too.
0: <laughs> it's going to be fiery coming out either way. I don't want to make it worse for myself. Okay? I'm a planner.
2: Also, I don't know if either of you have had the McDonald's chicken, crispy chicken tenders. I have. I still prefer the nuggets. But they're, oh, I don't know. Maybe I just had a really good batch. I've only gotten the tenders once because they're usually sold out like they're fucking shakes. But mm. holy fuck. The McDonald's tenders that I had were fire. Burger. They were right. so good. Okay, so a couple of anecdotes about vegetarians getting drunk and eating chicken nuggets. Here we go. This is from October 2019. A woman has said she contacted cops after a group of friends made her eat chicken as a prank because she's vegan. That's
3: Don't
0: not nice. Do that. Don't force Don't do anybody to do, do your anything.
2: Friends. No, yeah. it's not nice. But it's not cool. Obviously, it's not nice. But I think just
1: the whole the way this transpired is. Don't force your friends to do anything besides quit their careers and start a podcast. Exactly.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Touche. She said that she had not eaten meat since she was three or four years old, but turned to a plant-based diet ten years ago. As of
1: twenty nineteen, this, this makes no sense.
2: Now, at age twenty-four, she said that recently she was at a party and got "quote white girl wasted." That's when her friends gave her something to eat, and she asked, "Are these vegan?" To which her friends replied, "Yeah, they're SunFed," which is like a like a chickenless chicken brand brand. Oh,
1: okay. I thought okay. That makes more sense
2: i think this person was in the uk i think she said they didn't taste right but because she was so drunk she just dismissed it the anonymous poster said quote i found out the next day when my sister sent me a message telling me to check my snapchat or my friend's snapchat story <gasps> mean because this friend like a moron or just
0: a fucking bitch put this yeah. on their Snapchat. That's that was a bitch move, not a yeah. not a dumb move.
1: All of this is it was
2: not mutually yeah. exclusive. I, Literally, I, I,
1: all these people are assholes. Yeah, For have sure. you ever taken one of those quizzes, like who's the asshole <laughs> quiz? No, <laughs> and, no, it like tells you scenarios. <laughs> my I took one. <laughs> I took one recently, and like I really wasn't trying, but in every single scenario, my answer was like all of them. <laughs> Like, I found a reason that everybody in this scenario was the asshole. And then, like, the results
0: came back, and I was, like, always kind of wrong. <laughs> so was it determined that you are the, are the asshole? <laughs> Tell them
2: what you did. She's the asshole in at least
0: part of every scenario. <laughs> but but accountability will not be taken it's always going to be a shared responsibility (laughs) yeah no
2: so quote the snapchat the snapchat story the snapchat story was them showing the nugget packaging then showing them giving them to me including the conversation where i asked if it was vegan then later, them mocking and pretending to be me when I found out that I ate meat. So things like fake crying and yelling, but the chickens.
1: Yeah. So this it's person really fucked up has asshole friends. Oh, and yeah. also this person is an <coughs> asshole for calling the police because what are they going to do? Probably
2: about not it? a police situation. This is
0: not a police matter. No, but- right. So, it's quote, also like, if you've not eaten meat for a really long time, you're also probably going to feel pretty ill after eating meat. Oh, no. We'll all of it. a sudden. Fully we'll
1: entitled to, to be fucking pissed. Oh, yeah. So,
2: quote, I took a screen recording of the video and took it to the police on the grounds of food tampering, which, oh. like, actually, yeah, maybe. And now three of my ex-friends are facing charges. Mm-hmm. She said that she barfed the next morning after she found out, and her friends still accused her of overreacting. Maybe actually, I don't so know if she barfed. But- I don't know if she barfed after she found out. Actually, she she barfed the next morning, and her friends were like, "Oh my god, get over it. You're fine." Mm-hmm. She was also really fucking drunk,
0: right? Yeah. So it could have been a combo. But she but added, it "Didn't in- help." She added, "In
2: my view, they took advantage of my drunken state, tampered with my food, and then publicly publicly humiliated me." In their view, it was just a prank. I mean, what she
1: described was a bad prank. Yeah. It's
0: a bad fucking prank.
2: I still don't think that it necessitated police involvement, but like, don't fucking do that. Just don't. What's the? No. People have their own values for their own reasons. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Just don't do that. Mm -hmm. Just don't. Okay. So this other anecdote is from just a couple weeks ago. A woman has been left devastated after her relationship of three years ended spectacularly all over some chicken nuggets. The unnamed 22-year-old took to Reddit to outline a bizarre turn of events which caused her vegan boyfriend to dump her. Mm. She said that she had recently converted to veganism but just couldn't shake her cravings for chicken nuggets.
0: Fair, the, but then that's also not converting to veganism. Right. I hate to break it to you. Yeah, I mean she was convert. acting
2: as a vegan. She just had these. You know, that doesn't mean she's not a vegan. That just means that she has she's changed her diet and she's having.
0: I think if you still eat chicken nuggets, that means you're not a vegan. At
2: this point in the story, just, all just she cravings. was having was
0: cravings. She's oh. having impure. Th- Okay, 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 yes. okay. Oh, I was, this, at I was eating point, it. at this point, at this
2: point she just had just the cravings. crazy okay. cravings. Okay. okay. All right. The anonymous but then it all changed. The anonymous poster said she would leave their shared apartment late at night, claiming to buy groceries, when really she would duck into her local McDonald's and nab some
1: McNuggets. Okay, well,
0: so I was right.
1: So she is eating. Right
2: I yes, was right. but as far as I had read at the time you were <laughs> <right. laughs>
0: Can you send her that who's the asshole quiz for me, real quick?
2: (laughs) Growing suspicious of her midnight shopping sprees, her 24 year old boyfriend ended things thinking that she was cheating on him. In a way, she was. Because, like, every night she'd be like, I run out for something. I'll be right back. Bye. Yeah, that's. (laughs) Sus. <laughs> wow. The woman said that even after telling her boyfriend the truth, he did not believe her, like still thought that she was just straight up cheating on him. With, okay. Like a, another person.
0: Where is the trust?
2: In a popular Reddit thread, the girl said her boyfriend had been a vegan since the age of 18. So that would be six years for him. They had moved in together last year and he had wanted to try. He had wanted her to try out veganism. She had agreed to give it a go. The woman said it was okay at first, but soon she was, quote, craving chicken McNuggets like there was no tomorrow. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> quote, I would literally have dreams where I'm surrounded by
1: chicken nuggets. Oh. <laughs> she probably, oh. she probably, like her body was probably craving fat. Like you well, need some amount of fat to live. And if she's not, she's new to veganism and she's not doing it properly.
0: Yeah, it could be. It
1: could have been craving fat, like protein. Getting, g- converting
2: to veganism, no pun intended, cold turkey. That's got to <laughs> be a really hard shock to your system. Yeah. Cold pea protein.
1: Like not- <laughs> cold chickpeas. Yeah. I'm guessing you don't actually get a lot of protein from chicken McNuggets. Probably not. But, that's why you know. I think. Well, it's mostly fat. Yeah.
0: Cravings come in mysterious ways.
2: (laughs) But, like, I mean, if you're going to make that drastic of a change, maybe explore the option of, like, just kind of easing into it Mm -hmm. because really your body, the way your body and your brain react to things, like, it's not going to be
0: a comfortable transition. Yeah, and when you go into it also, like, doing a lot of research on, like, variety of where you can get healthy fats and proteins Mm -hmm. and things that you're also not, like, I feel like your protein, your proteins, your cravings might be less if you're not also like defaulting to the same foods over and over again. Yeah. Like if you're not sure what to cook under mm-hmm. the new
2: parameters of your diet. Yeah. If it's on a morning star patty every fucking day. Yeah. Night. Cause
0: I'd probably be craving anything mm-hmm. if I was, if I was repeating the same like go to meal, regardless of my diet.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure.
0: Thanks. Hello, fresh. <laughs> That's a free one for you.
2: <laughs> but I do get the veggie HelloFresh meals. I do. I love a logo. So it's a freebie for you, HelloFresh. Okay. Mm. So to, sh- to satiate her cravings, at first the woman would watch YouTube videos of Matt Stoney, an American <laughs> competitive
0: eater. But soon, even that was not enough.
1: She, watch- she had to take it to the next
0: level. The porn wasn't enough. It was not enough. So she, she had to she started, act.
1: Before she started sneaking out she was having the impure thoughts and she would watch videos of a guy just housing chicken nuggets. Oh uh, yeah, think she maybe was not even specifically too. chicken
2: nuggets but like just housing whatever the fuck.
0: Like your wow. partner It's porn. It's 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 porn for vegans. Yeah, your partner's all of a sudden sneaking out at night or like watching weird shit on their phone that they don't want you to see. I would humans, it is highly sus. I yeah. would think my partner was cheating, too. If I was oh, yeah. like, babe, what are you watching? And they're like. Blah, blah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then it's just a guy eating chicken nuggets. And I'm like, OK, oh, we're booking no. a therapy appointment.
1: Oh, no.
2: We're like encroaching into like eating disorder territory. Yeah. And I do not want to go there. Yeah. this.
1: No, this is
0: I mean
2: like a, a cheating little... thing. I know, but like it's adjacent to EDs. Okay, let's move on. So, quote, at least twice a week I would sneak out of the house and say, I'm just going to the supermarket or running errands, and then I'd go to McDonald's and eat a bunch of chicken nuggets or a McChicken. The chicken lover said. (laughs) She said after her chicken feast she would go to the supermarket and buy random stuff to trick her boyfriend into thinking that she was still a vegan. But he soon sensed something was amiss. Quote, I was doing this for months, but my ex started getting suspicious. And yesterday he blew up at me and accused me of cheating on him because of the amount of times I leave the house and refuse to let him come with me. Mm -hmm. He then broke up with me.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like this relationship had a lot of problems. Probably. So maybe for the best. Yeah, well, OK, so she said
2: despite coming clean about the true reasons for her indiscretions, <laughs> she and the boyfriend did not get back together. He thinks I'm lying about going to McDonald's and he is convinced I'm just covering up that I'm sleeping with another guy. You should I never- literally
0: have receipts unless she's paying cash. Oh, well, she's trying to hide it. She's She's trying
1: to cover her tracks. Yeah, exactly.
2: I never thought my relationship would end over something so stupid. (laughs) So this literally just happened a few weeks ago. So
1: she's a a little baby nugget. And what what is she, like 18? Uh, Early 20s, 22, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah, 22. All right.
2: But don't be too sad, all you vegans and vegetarians out there, because there is hope on the horizon. This is from a March 2021 Wall Street Journal article. So this the uh, the uh, the context of the article is about a, a a person who has been vegan for several years, and they try this new vegan chicken nugget. Quote, The flesh didn't come from a bird with feathers, a beak, and a brain. Instead, chicken cells were steeped in a nutrient solution and grown in a bioreactor in a, in a Singapore manufacturing facility.
1: So it this, is chicken,
2: but it it's is like chicken, just but just
1: the meat. Not nothing the died. animal. Yeah, nothing right. died.
2: Okay. The cells were cultivated from those of an actual bird, but no poultry were killed to make the meat. So what was once a philosophical thought experiment for vegetarians, when the technology arrived, would we eat kill-free meat? Mm -hmm. This is now a question that some of us are actually having to contend with. Mm -hmm. Cultured meat has been in development for years, but it only became commercially available in December of 2020, after Singapore, the city-state of 5.7 million people became the first country in the world to authorize its sale. So far, supply is limited to a private social club that offers a dish of cultured chicken nuggets for $23. Wow. And has nice. served it to around 200 people so far. The chicken is supplied by Eat Just Incorporated a San Francisco food tech company that set up a growing facility here and won regulatory approval, here meaning Singapore. So McDonald's around the world are slowly getting McVegans added to the menu, which are made from mashed potatoes, chickpeas, carrots, onion, and corn, all coated in a layer of breadcrumbs and then fried. Well, there's so I-
1: a lot of vegetarian McDonald's in other pl- parts of the world, like in India and stuff, because mm-hmm. there are yes. so many vegetarians. Mm-hmm. Yes, so there are
2: v- there are vegetarian items on the menu, but this one in Singapore is the first one that's like actually, literally chicken meat. It's just not.
1: Well, that's different from a, than a chicken. The, that's different than the McVegan. What it sounds like
2: the McVegan. Yeah, the McVegan is in a lot of McDonald's's around the world, but right. that one in Singapore was the first one where it's actual chicken meat.
1: Right. And that was not in a McDonald's, that was in a different restaurant.
2: Correct. But McDonald's is like
1: experimenting with it.
2: it.
0: Yeah. I, I feel mean, like I I'd need super to put down I need to put my biting into a raw McChicken sandwich picture on the drive. Yeah,
2: honey, it is. I put it on there. Oh, okay, good. So, yeah, but, I guess quick anecdote oh, for here. Uh,
0: when we were, I feel like freshmen in high school. It was a little older because I have that uh, blonde streak in my hair. And I think we drove maybe with Courtney. I okay. think I was 15. S- so, we were sophomores or juniors
2: in high school. We drove to the McDonald's and Excelsior. I had my K- Kodak, like, one-time-use Definitely film a camera, disposable camera. Disposable yep. camera. And I took a picture of Blortney, and Amanda's in the <laughs> background, like, a little bit out of, like, the flash range. And she's taking her first bite into a McChicken, and she's realizing that it's, was it frozen on the inside?
0: No, it was just not cooked. Like, it was
2: pink- <laughs> Like you can, but it's, he- it's not raw chicken because all that shit is actually cooked. They just have to heat it up when it gets Something
0: there. was not right.
2: Something was not right. But the look on her <laughs> face, she takes this first bite and she's like, "Oh God, what have I done?" And I captured it in that exact split second. It's the one of my favorite
0: photographs. My face, my eyes are only pupils. <laughs> I'm so dilated.
1: Yeah, the I am fear. several the centimeters fear. dilated. The
2: fear in your. <laughs> Eyeballs. So that will be
0: that will be on the blog. It's It's one of my favorite photos.
1: It's really good.
0: It's so good. (laughs) My poor little face. Yeah, I had. I was wearing contact lenses and everything, so you can really see the. face. You look like you just got slapped across the face. I
1: yeah,
2: taking a picture and sending it to the group. I (laughs)
1: see (laughs) it. No, a close-up. Let's hear a quick word from our sponsors.
0: (laughs) Okay, y'all. We're very excited about this brand-new sponsor. This company is taking, like, your self-care to the next level. Uh, Founded in 2015 by husbands Mark Wilkinson and Chris Wood, Redwood & Co. has grown from a small local shop in Stanton, Virginia, to a nationally sought after brand. I love that. I love seeing small businesses blow up. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Every step of the process is handled in house by their incredible team from fragrance blending to label design, hand pouring their incredible uh, candles to shipping their products. They pride themselves on providing high quality products that folks will return for again and again. Tell us about some of these products, girl. Oh my gosh.
2: Everybody knows that I'm obsessed with my candles and my good smelling things. Mm-hmm. I've always loved candles, but especially at the start of quarantine over a year ago, I was like, you know mm. what? I don't have a lot of like joy in my life. So I want yeah. every single room in my home to just smell amazing. And mm-hmm. Redwood & Co. absolutely delivers. I recently ran out of my Paloma candle. It's one of their mm. new spring scents, Paloma. Oh my God. God, I couldn't stop. I, <laughs> I took it around with me to every room that I was in. I was absolutely She's it. I'm, I'm huffing <laughs> my Paloma candle. But actually, I need to get on their website and order like 60 more of them. Mm-hmm. These are hand-poured, small-batch, home-fragrance products using soy candles, room and linen sprays. Hi, I have the Delight room spray.
3: Mm-hmm. It
2: has those overtones of like grapefruit mint it smells like quite citrusy but also really sweet and then as it sort of mellows out you get into those more earthy like neroli cedar Mm. sandalwood oh trust me these candles obsessed obsessed. candles are available in convenient four ounce travel tins long lasting but not long enough because i again (laughs) am obsessed 10-ounce jars and brand new beautiful 14-ounce double wick jars. Getting some oh, of I those. Oh, I love double wicks. I love... Right? It's a twofer. So, yeah. as I said, they just released three new spring scents at Paloma. Oh, get you some. Persephone and Piper. Mm. These products are all natural, free of parabens and phthalates. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> don't even know what it is, but I don't like it. They also <laughs> offer uh, san- hand sanitizers, matches, candle trimming tools. I recently Mm. read an article about like how if you properly trim your candles, they last like twice as long. Yeah. Who knew? I am. We are wild. We're wild about Redwood and Co. Get you some.
0: So, so good. And here's how. You go to shopredwoodandco.com. Once again, that's S-H-O-P-R-E-D-W-O-O-D-A-N-D-C-O.com. And Wine Coven members, we are so excited to offer you, Wine and Crime listeners, 20% off of your first purchase with the promo code GALS, G-A-L-S. There's always free shipping on orders of $75 or more within the contiguous United States. One more time, shop RedwoodandCo.com and and use that promo code GALS to get 20% off your first purchase and treat your sense.
2: Treat them. Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you
0: long term. I love this because I am probably of the three of us the most like vitamin noob, like no clue what I'm doing, (laughs) reaching for random gummies off the shelf because I'm five. I don't know. So what I love so much about Care of, first of all, it's super transparent about the research and sourcing behind each one of their products. Like, you know what's going in your body. You know why that item is being recommended to you. And when to get those items recommended to you, they have a very thorough online quiz. So Care of, like I said, it has an in-depth quiz. It takes about five minutes to take online. And asks you questions about your diet, your lifestyle, your health concerns. And this helps to address specific wellness goals so that they can then customize a plan for you and make recommendations. It's amazing. I know in my quiz, I talked about improving my hair, nails, and skin. That was something that was really important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And improving my sleep. And so they recommended some amazing vitamins. And I have definitely noticed changes. It's amazing. And you know what? We just ended Women's History Month, but does it ever really end? No. So this company is an amazing way to celebrate Women's History Month. As moms, partners, business owners, women have a lot on their plate. Small routines like drinking a glass of water, taking your vitamins, adding collagen to your morning coffee can go a long way in helping you prioritize your health and self-care.
2: They really do make it super easy. So for 50% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com slash GALS50. That's gals S five zero, and enter code GALS50. One more time, for 50% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com slash GALS50 and enter that code GALS50 and treat your health. Treat it.
1: The Pilgrim's Pride Corporation. Ugh,
0: can we stop naming things <laughs> Pilgrim Blank?
1: <laughs> I've heard of that, Pilgrim's Pride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Currently, one of the largest chicken producers in America, has its roots in the tiny rural town of Pittsburgh, Texas. Oh,
0: I love that.
1: <laughs> For chamo of my case. <laughs> That's the
0: first
1: <laughs> one. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. It, it was there in 1946 that Lonnie Bo Pilgrim. So that's why it's named Pilgrim's Pride because it's <laughs> literally this man's last name. Oh, I
0: guess, but that, that tells you all you need to know about this man.
1: <laughs> Opened a small feed store, and he had the idea of giving away free chicks with every bag of feed he sold. Like baby chicks, uh, live, live baby chicks. This was more than just a cute gimmick, though. He was ensuring an expanding market for his product. Oh, so he literally God. was, like, selling more chicken feed because m- people had more chickens.
3: Ugh.
1: He should have sold him two chicks,
2: one male, one female. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> that kind of reminds me of, like, at one point in, like, the tw- like the 30s or something, there was, like, a mail order monkey program. You could like order a monkey in the mail
0: no an
2: actual monkey or like, like a little like a little macaque monkey oh, oh no yeah
1: oh no i thought anyway. you meant water monkeys oh like, oh, sea, like monkeys? sea monkeys sea monkeys water monkeys What's wrong with me <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I, how much time do you have am i actually an alien Ugh. Oh, okay We'll I'll send you silence. a quiz. We'll let the silence speak for itself. Okay. God. So, Bo, he goes by Bo.
0: Bo Water Monkey Pilgrim. Bo
1: Water Monkey. Bo Water Monkey, Bo, water monkey Pilgrim drew people to his store also by dressing up in a pilgrim outfit Ugh. and carrying Our around. Original. A pet chicken named Henrietta under his arm. Oh, no. And I would have fallen for it. Oh, you would have been so into it. I, I would have been up to Henry- my Riven.
0: asshole in baby chick. <laughs> <You> would- <laughs> and chicken nuggets. Like, <laughs> parents would have kicked me out. <laughs> This would have been a bad situation for old Mandy.
1: Absolutely made (laughs) Bill get in the car and road trip to this feed store just to get a baby chick.
2: Oh, Oh my God. Your house would reek
0: for the rest (laughs) of your lives.
2: Yeah. Even worse
0: than the room spray. God bless that room spray.
1: (laughs) Okay. So he... He dressed up in this pilgrim outfit, had this pet chicken named Henrietta, and the image was soon turned into the company's logo and used to advertise his feed store in surrounding towns. And there are photos on the drive, which will be on the blog. He is the
0: scariest man I've ever seen.
1: Whoa. Do what you is see? this huge head? The huge head. Well, do you see Bo? hmm Then do you see the giant... Head of the of Bo in a pilgrim hat. Oh yeah. That is a statue at the original Texas headquarters of the company. Great. Good. It's very God. lifelike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like too lifelike for to standing sail. for standing like
2: 60 feet. Tall. It looks exactly <laughs>
1: like this man in yeah. the pilgrim hat. And it's <gasps> huge. And uh, like beyond huge, it's huge, huge. And then the logo is like a derivative of that. So, in the decades following, Pilgrim's Pride grew at a pace and scale that could have scarcely been imagined by its original owner, who eventually became a figurehead, literally, for the company. <laughs> <laughs> a 60 foot figurehead <laughs> with very little to do with the day to day operations which sounds like a dream right, right? when Imagine we reach that the level the
0: figurehead
1: uh,
0: <laughs> the figure se- se- Cerberus or whatever with three heads <laughs> yeah. that's what I want I know that'd be great I want us to
2: have a figurehead but it's just like in strips like Amanda's iconic blue hair. Uh, <laughs> oh, have so we blend My middle it. face, and then Kenyan's
1: red lips and tits. <laughs> I like it. Draw and it, tits.
0: Lips and tits. <laughs>
1: lips and tits. <laughs> Eyebrows and tits. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: okay, so I it- value
2: you for much more than that.
1: Thank just you. so you know, those right are I my go. favorite features of myself. <laughs> though. So Primarily okay. your lips and tits, though. Eyebrows and your brows. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Pilgrim's Pride is now a <laughs> multinational corporation that processes on average 36 million chickens per week. Oh God. It's too much. Or 9.5 billion pounds of chicken per year. Ugh. It's Okay, up there. so I
2: I was gonna order some chicken nuggets or chicken strips or tenders to like eat during this episode, like as a as a gag, but... But
0: well, then I gagged.
1: <laughs> yeah. But then I gagged. Yeah, no. Most of the processing plants are in the US, but business operations are currently based out of Sao Paulo, Brazil, because a majority stake in the company was purchased by a massive Brazilian corporation in 2009. Okay. Pilgrim's Pride counts among its clients Kentucky Fried Chicken. Hello. Walmart. Wendy's, and Costco. Well, shit. So you have literally definitely eaten these chickens. Oh, I'm sure.
0: Wouldn't doubt it.
1: Yeah. Quality chickens, honestly. But over the past few decades, the company has had its share of scandals, the most significant of which was probably a 2004 undercover operation by PETA that resulted in video evidence of employees at a West Virginia plant exhibiting extreme cruelty. To the chickens, Mm, yeah, not gonna go there. But like, no, I don't want to. Throughout this episode and this case, like, chickens are very much harmed. Yeah, and it sucks. And I'm sorry. KFC, after this scandal broke, KFC threatened to pull their business as a result of this video. But Pilgrim dodged that bullet by quote offering ongoing animal welfare training to their employees. And then KFC was able to be like, okay, well, they're doing something. It's fine. I can sleep at night. And nothing changed. Everything just went on as before. Mm-hmm. That is until 2015 when something sinister and mysterious began occurring at Pilgrim Pride Chicken Farms in Clarendon County, South Carolina.
0: I love a sinister chicken farm.
1: Mm-hmm. I love a Clarendon County.
0: And a sinister yeah. chicken farm.
1: Oh. <laughs> also, for everybody listening, we know about the Chicken Coop murders, mm-hmm. that classic case. We have covered it already yeah. on a different episode. So this is not it. So don't email us about the Chicken Coop murders. <laughs> We've done it. Yeah. Okay. We get it. We've done it. <laughs> We've done it. Early in the morning of February 17th of that year, 2015, a man named, I'm going to say this wrong, but I'm trying
0: Colonel Sanders.
1: Hong Sun Nguyen.
0: I was way off.
1: (laughs) Was awakened by a frantic phone call from one of his employees. Nguyen, who goes by the nickname, like the anglicized nickname, Sunny, Mm -hmm. was a struggling chicken farmer. He raised birds on contract for Pilgrim's Pride, and I will explain what that means. At first, the setup sounded ideal. Pilgrim's Pride would provide the chicks and the food, and all Sunny had to do was provide the shelter and raise the birds until they were ready for slaughter. So like you're like okay. babysitting. It's a-, a foster
0: program for chicken meat.
1: Yeah, basically, yes. But in practice, the arrangement was far from simple, and several years into it, Sunny was now over $2 million in debt to Pilgrim's Pride.
2: Oh, my God. How And that's well, not
1: that's not an atypical amount of debt for the average chicken farmer in the U.S. today. What? How? Yeah, it's bad. Why? It's basically like the new sharecropping.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. Oh,
1: like indentured it's, servitude. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. So anything going wrong with his chickens could mean catastrophe for Sunny. And so, yeah, because then
0: Purdue or not Purdue, Pilgrim's not going to buy them back, I guess.
1: Well, we will get, yeah, we will fucking get into it. Yeah. So when Sonny received that early morning phone call, he immediately raced to check on his birds because that's like his livelihood and his only hope of ever getting out of debt, Mm -hmm. even though that's a slim hope. When he arrived at uh, the first two of his chicken houses, what he found was far worse than anything he could have imagined. Oh, no. Each is really bad, you you guys. Oh. Each enclosure was a sweltering 122 degrees Fahrenheit. No. Oh, my God, that's an oven. And all 40,000 birds inside were dead.
0: (gasps) Oh. Like they. They, 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 died because it, it was, was so hot. hot. They died yeah. of like the heat, and they—I mean—they were basically like partially cooked alive.
1: Yes. Oh,
2: oh my god! Fuck, that's so gross. Oh and it god. was
1: February, so like if it had been the summer, it would have gotten even hotter in there faster. So What's, this
2: wasn't a natural. Oh no! Heating. <gasps> What's Sabotage. more.
1: It soon became clear that this was no accident. Mm, shit. All right. Here we go. We're in this now. Someone had broken in and purposefully disabled the fans that regulated the temperature, which like normally they keep it cool enough for the birds to survive. And if you look at pictures on the drive, the a chicken coop, quote unquote, or whatever enclosure is basically like a large... Barn, mm-hmm. and then the all of the sides are just massive fans that are yeah. run twenty four seven to like keep well, it cool. If you've
2: ever driven from Minneapolis to
1: Iowa, you see it, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. or to Des Moines, and yeah, you smell it everywhere. Yeah. You'll see quite a few. You'll see and smell it. So someone had f- disabled all the fans.
0: Ugh. What an awful way for these poor things to die. Mm-hmm. We're going to eat them. We owe them comfort along the way.
2: Right? Like, yes, they're going to die either way. It's the least we can do. This is,
1: this is, yeah, it's a waste. It gets even worse. Right. It's a, it's a me case. It gets worse. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And then within the same week, two more nearby chicken farms were attacked in the exact same way. So
0: it's a serial chicken murderer. Mm Mm-hmm. Motherfucker.
1: The local sheriff's department responded by posting armed deputies at area chicken farms overnight. Farmers, terrified that their chickens could be next, began carrying guns and making more frequent rounds to check on their birds. But, like, these are big industrial-sized facilities. can the farmers, be everywhere. Yeah, it can't be everywhere, and the farmers probably don't live on site. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. what are you going to do, like, sit in a field in front of this smelly series of chicken coops and, like, yeah. stay awake all night? Like, what do you do? Ugh. Then, on the evening of February 24th, the mysterious attacker struck again. So this God, is the fourth yeah. attack. And this was the most devastating so far. The temperature controls in eight chicken houses owned by a farmer named W.L. Coker, who goes by Mutt.
0: Oh, no.
2: Eight? Are we presuming that they each hold... Like 40,000 chickens, like the first I'm one. guessing
1: they're all roughly the same size in my mm-hmm. brain. That's how it is. So on the first attack, it was two, and now it's eight.
0: Yeah, Ugh. it's just escalating mm-hmm. so much.
1: I mean, either way, just like, yeah, that
2: percentage increase is alarming mm-hmm. and
0: yeah.
2: horrifying.
1: So here the temperature controls were tampered with. And this caused Mutt to lose about 640,000 dollars worth of chicken inventory. Ooh. Do you like by chicken inventory? Chicken inventory. Chicken That's a lot of chicken inventory. Mm-hmm. Oh. And a
2: lot of like chicken lives. Like mm-hmm. I'm not a vegan obviously, but like but my god.
0: No no living being deserves to die like that.
2: It gets worse. No, and also like just for you know, for nothing. Like I'm not I'm not trying to say like, oh this chicken died for my chicken nugget pleasure. So that right. makes it worth it. But like But it's pointless. At least there's yeah. some at least there's some good out of it. Like that's right. just a fucking horrible waste. It's just mass yes. death. Ugh.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. So overall the attacks caused the deaths of more than three hundred and twenty thousand chickens. Oh my god, little baby. In Clarendon County over the span of just 1 week. No. It was according to one source the largest crime against industrial poultry farms in US history.
0: Wow. I mean make like those numbers make yeah. that makes sense. Staggering I can't imagine numbers. worse. Yeah.
1: And when the local police began interviewing the farmers affected, it soon became clear that whoever was doing this had intimate knowledge of how these farms operated. So it wasn't just like somebody
0: fucking around. Well, no, no, because who who just fucking around can sneak in at exactly the right time, know exactly where the equipment is to operate these fans and do this Mm -hmm. so quickly that they are, even while these places are being guarded, they're Mm -hmm. not being discovered. Mm -hmm. Like you must know your way around this shit.
1: And not just the fans, but then in the later attack, the other temperature controls. Right. So So they really knew their shit. Was it an inside job? Well,
2: they were going there with a goal either way. Like this was.
1: Right? (laughs) Yeah, Shamo. Yeah, Shamo. Yeah, Shamo. The perpetrator had even used different methods depending on the age of the chicken victims. The Chickdoms. The Chickdoms. In structures like winds that housed full grown birds, the fans were disabled, causing the birds to die from heat stroke. Uh At farms that had baby chicks, however, the heat had been disabled. Oh, because then they'd freeze to death. Chicks Ah. need no worse than that. Chicks need high temperatures to simulate a brooding nest. And when the heat went off, they began, this is so heartbreaking, it's like actually getting to me. They began piling on top of each other in a futile effort to stay warm, and then they some died from the cold and some were crushed. Oh my God. <laughs> you're a monster.
2: Why would know. you do this to these well, baby I, chickens? I didn't
1: know that detail when I picked this case. You All did I, it. You disabled <laughs> the system.
0: When Every I time. this
1: case, there was a funny old white man in a pilgrim hat. Things took <laughs> a
0: really bad chose. turn.
1: I chose you, Bo. You're pilgrim. a monster. You killed the
2: chicks. You caused them to pile up.
0: I'm calling the police.
2: I am
1: too, just for good measure. (laughs) Multiple reports. (laughs) So furthermore, the perpetrator had known how to disable alarm systems meant to alert the farmers if temperatures went outside of an acceptable range. So they really fucking knew their shit. Yup. So there seemed to be only one possibility. Another chicken farmer had carried out the attacks. Knew it. Unfortunately for investigators, trying to figure out which local farmer had a motive for sabotage prov- proved to be complicated. Because, as it turned out, all of them had a motive. Oh, of course. Oh. Of course. Mm-hmm. Win
2: a big old asshole. Mm-hmm.
1: What? Win? No. Well, no. Isn't he not- the, far- the the owner's name? No. When was the first farmer who that got, got fucked that got
0: over targeted, Clucked over? Bo, you're thinking oh, of Bo. Bo?
2: Okay, Bo. Sorry. No,
1: and he also didn't do it. Understanding why requires a bit of background information on how industrial chicken farming works in America. So this is getting back to the like what I'm calling a type of modern day sharecropping.
0: The meat and potatoes.
1: Wing and a prayer. <laughs> Left wing in a prayer. Oh, God. So journalist Christopher Leonard succinctly summarized the system in a 2015 Bloomberg article ingeniously titled, Who's Murdering Thousands of Chickens in South Carolina? Hey, sometimes
0: we just gotta be
1: straightforward,
0: just get to the point. I I appreciate a headline that tells you ex- the lead, exactly dude. what you're gonna get. And I have one of those titles in my case and I cannot wait to read it <laughs>
1: Who's murdering thousands of chickens in South Carolina? (laughs) (laughs) Quote. Quote. Here's how it works. A farmer such as Wynn borrows money to build a farm. Then he signs a contract with a company like Pilgrims, which is called an integrator because it owns virtually every aspect of production, including hatcheries, feed mills, slaughterhouses, and trucking lines, which is a fucking monopoly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like literally a vertical integrated monopoly. Okay. I mean,
2: how could you avoid buying into that? Something like that, though.
0: Right. Uh, so, if you were sunny, Yeah. Like,
2: yes, right. it's a monopoly, but like. But
1: this is the, what this other. This is how the system have. works. And yeah. Yeah. it's fucked. And it's I didn't know about to any seem of seem like this. a sure
0: thing and then fuck you over. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, yeah. So pilgrims, like those types of companies, own everything but the chicken houses and the land that the chicken houses stand on. Mm hmm. The integrators deliver the chickens to the to the farmer. They bring the feed to the farmer. So they choose the chickens. They choose the feed, everything. They choose the amounts of each. And even provide medicine for the birds if needed. So the farmer's sole job, quote unquote, is to babysit the animals and make sure the heating and feeding systems are working. If there's any emergency, they step keep them alive. In, keep them alive. Mm-hmm. After about six weeks or so, the integrator picks the birds up for slaughter, sending the farmer a paycheck for his work. So that doesn't sound so bad, does it? Right. But here's how it's terrible. In reality, the system is not at all that straightforward. Mm. In fact, it's pretty Byzantine. Instead, Pilgrim and and companies These like companies. it yeah. pays farmers based on a bizarre system that is referred to as a tournament.
0: Okay, we're off to a Really good start with this. Got it.
1: Hunger Games shit. We are setting the scene. Fucking capitalism. So in the tournament system, the company pits all the farmers in a certain region. So in this case, this county. Great. Against each other, making them compete for a set amount of compensation. So they literally say, this is how much money we have to divvy out between all of you. Oh, my God. That's really, really fucked up. Uh-huh. Regardless have-
2: of who actually produces the
1: most for that company, they have all the power. They can they could name whatever amount they want, and then because of the forced competition between the poor farmers, mm. people don't complain. That's wow, 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 wow. The way it works is that when the company picks the full grown birds up for processing their total weight and the amount of feed each farmer has used since receiving the chicks is recorded. So basically they're like, how much did we get for this much? How much output did we get for this much input?
0: So that also yeah. sets What's up our the farmers to like ration feed as much as possible, too, so that they are producing as much product as possible with as little expense to a company like Purdue, who's paying for the feed.
1: Well, I mean, they can ration feed, but then the weight won't be there. So it's really not in their control. Ugh. But so, to Amanda's point, all of that factors into how these farmers are raising these right. chicks. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It makes it determines all their decisions. Yeah. So this data is then used by the company to rank the farmers in the tournament pool. The farmers that produce the fattest birds using the least amount of grain mm-hmm. are ranked at the top and given bonuses. While the farmers ranked at the bottom are penalized with pay cuts. Yeah, because
0: the cause like you said, the pay structure is set. So right.
1: they're it's they're, a they're all zero ba- sum.
0: Yeah, they're all going for the a piece of the same pie. And it's just some are gonna get a bigger piece than others.
1: Yeah, somebody's gonna win and somebody's gonna lose, and it's damn st- Damn sure not going to be evenly split
0: because then the farmers could unionize and argue for right. money. And then farmers like win, or really any of them, like the cost of operation doesn't change. You just oh. have to. So that's how you get into that kind of fucking debt. The
1: cost of operation goes up, and we will get to it. That's Ugh. why it's a fucking scam. Yeah. So while this might seem on the surface like it's at least somewhat based on farming skill, it isn't. <laughs> it's
2: super not.
1: Because the farmers have no control over the health or weight of the baby chicks that they receive, they're not picking the birds mm-hmm. or the feed. Right. So
2: they're sandwiched just... in the middle of uh, one corporation that controls the outcome,
1: uh-huh. mm-hmm. their income
0: of, of yeah. hundreds of f- farmers' livelihoods.
1: This yeah. is really fucked up. Ugh. So the two main factors that determine the success of the of the farmer is the the quality of the birds and the quality mm-hmm. of the feed that they're given and they're not in control of either of those either of those
0: things yep mm-hmm.
1: there have even been reports of companies retali- retaliating against farmers who agitate for better pay by providing them with sick birds or low quality feed so that they get yeah pushed down to the bottom of the tournament yep and then they get less money and then teach
0: you to fucking
1: yeah is this stand is up this-
0: to this practice
1: is this policy like across the board for like chicken f- raising? It sounds like it. And I honestly feel like I need to m-
0: make some position. lifestyle
1: decisions. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, those yeah. bi- like, bi- not to make light of the terminology or whatever, but those like big chicken, mm-hmm. like the big producers. Yeah. Like and Tyson. it's not, yeah, and it's not, I mean, we're learning so much about this too during COVID. Like, it's not just the treatment of the animals, but also the treatment, also of, the treatment the people. of the employees that work there. Mm-hmm. And so it is really important. A lot of it's, whom are people of color. Yes. Most of whom, most, most of whom are undocumented people of color mm-hmm. who they, like, I was just watching an episode of John Oliver that's all about, like, meat processing plants and how they'll even have, like, their own doctor so that people mm-hmm. literally cannot access mm-hmm real health care so that mm-hmm. they can't file claims mm-hmm. to insurance like it is so fucked up and it's part of the reason why it's so important to be buying or like very scrutinous about where you're getting your mm-hmm. meat especially like mm-hmm. this is a really bad issue in so many different meat processing industries mm-hmm. it's really rough so if yeah. i know it's a privilege to be like go to your local co-op like go to your local butcher mm-hmm. i understand that but if you have the ability to do it mm-hmm. then do it And, you know, it's all tied together because, like, Mm -hmm. racial inequity and food deserts that don't have access to quality food. And it's it's just like everything is connected. Yep. Everything is connected. Yep. Mm -hmm.
1: I didn't know about this aspect of it at all. I knew about the horrible conditions for the animals. Yeah. And I knew about, because of COVID, I knew about the horrible conditions. I didn't know about this structure either. Yeah. But I didn't know about this, like, financial Yeah.
0: But this makes Vice. so much fucking sense. Like, yeah, of uh, course the animals and the employees are treated like shit. Yeah. Of course they are under this kind of structure. Right.
2: Yeah. I I, I knew about, like, the treatment of the workers in various meatpacking plants just because I live in Iowa. And, mm-hmm. like, that's just sort of, like, an ongoing thing. But this, this kind of gives, like, a like a white glove treatment to the same bullshit that these undocumented workers and like these meat packing plant workers mm-hmm. are going well, are undergoing
1: a- like, like it's 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 in their DNA to operate this way. The companies, yeah. yeah. There's yes. a fucking reason why the companies own every other aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But this one because mm-hmm. it saves them money to not yeah. own it's not like on the surface exploitation. It's just yeah. like
2: in their policy. They're making well, like so they possibly-
0: because even if like even if they're getting chickens that are not as big or like aren't as competitively grown it's or like to their as, like, standard, like, a chicken. Yeah, they're still the getting the product. They're just paying less for it.
1: Yeah, they're it's they're just- basically mitigating their risks.
0: Yes, a hundred percent because they're not on the hook. Right. At all when, when, not if, when this shit goes south. Right. Like it is right now.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. No pun intended <sighs> on the hook. Blech. oh So um, in order to continue the contract, Pilgrim requires the farmers to be constantly updating their facilities with the state-of-the-art equipment. So unless you are ranking at the top of the tournament every time, the system means an inevitable and massive accumulation of debt by the farmer because then they have to borrow, usually from Pilgrim, to improve their
0: equipment there's it just is no indentured way servitude, yeah, yeah. it just is, is yeah horrifying oh it's payday God. loans, but for chicken farmers, yes, yes, it's so fucking predatory,
1: yeah, and so when investigators tried to figure out which local farmer might have held a grudge against the others, what they encountered was a situation in which all of the farmers had grudges against each other who's because- the
0: asshole <laughs> send what? them the quiz <laughs> right? oh my god
1: yeah because they're all competing against each other constantly in the what? hunger it, like, games like lucy said it's the fucking
0: literal hunger games
1: yeah i'm sorry i'm so thirsty Hold on. there's no way to the, uh, there, there's no
2: way to rectify this. There's no way to justify it. They can't band together and strike right. or they unionize, can't unionize or anything.
1: Yeah. They have yeah. no rights. They it is have no dog rights. eat dog. It's yeah. chicken eat chicken. It's oh. bad.
0: Oh, it's so bad.
1: So the farming community, which had once relied on collaboration and sharing methods of advice because they're locally, they're geographically local, They're neighbors. Yeah. They're in community together. Uh-huh are now constantly paranoid and on edge knowing that any success of a fellow farmer means a pay cut for oneself and then sinking deeper into debt.
2: Oh my god, and once this is you, so
1: sad. Once you get down on that rung, you can't get back up. Yeah. There shouldn't be like like that concept
2: of like getting a piece of the pie yeah. in American mm-hmm. the American I mean, economy. Like, like
0: Kenyon said, fuck capitalism. Like this is a very good example of Mm -hmm. how destructive capitalism is on a molecular level because this is also destroying like humanity and community Mm -hmm. which is something that we are innately born with in our dna like something that Mm -hmm. we thrive with as a as a society Mm -hmm. and capitalism is shredding it yeah In 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 farming towns where it's like it's not like you live in a bustling city where where your community is super. No, you large rely on anyway. your neighbors.
2: You know and rely oh. on your neighbors.
0: Oh my god! This and is this is, so is not even devastating.
2: broaching the concept
0: of all these wasted chicken. Yep, all the animal cruelty and waste. Yes, mm-hmm. all the when we yes. already have such a food shortage and like mm-hmm. r- and food waste issue. Like, just think about how many fucking food insecure and unhoused individuals could be fed if this were, if this mm-hmm. structure were actually, like, huma- and humane. And it's
1: just to <laughs> eke out a tiny bit more profit right. for shareholders. A fraction of a percent
0: of this yep. whole conglomerate. That's all it is.
1: It's not like they need that extra
0: they won't go under as a business. No.
1: They're still no, going to be profitable just, if
2: they didn't do it this way. They're running their numbers. They're like, "Oh, we got we should do it this way and like eke out just a little bit more profit." Yeah. Not even not even
1: considering yep, the destruction. Yep. All right, so there's a little bit more. So <sighs> one I'm farmer I'm so mad at this. I'm so I'm mad at, so at
0: Kenyan. <laughs> 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 bringing this to your attention <laughs> no I, I'm glad you're covering this because it is like really eye opening
1: yeah yeah it is this is yeah Ugh. so one farmer stood out as perhaps more resentful than the others and his name is James Lowry and he has quite the haircut if you oh. want to go look
0: on I the need, I need some levity in these dark times yeah. take me to James Lowry's haircut mm-hmm. whoa oh no <laughs> yeah.
1: So well, he cuts his own bangs,
0: sir. Yeah, I also like appreciate that do. in his, I'm assuming, mugshot, he's wearing like the cape they put on you at the hair salon. So <laughs> I maybe wonder, <laughs> did he just get this haircut? And it's
1: wrapped around so his. Right. They
0: arrested him in the middle of his haircut. Maybe they couldn't finish. Maybe
1: that's not his mugshot, and that's a shot from Great Clips. It's his after.
0: Right? Like, maybe and he, that's this the is a photo on a website somewhere. somewhere. Why
1: is he wearing a Great Clips apron? No, like, it literally might be his Great Clips shot. Because I... I think they do that now because men don't know how to, like, communicate the hairstyle that I want, they want. I
0: want number four <laughs> on the uh, shaver. <laughs> oh, my God. They're
1: like, I, I just want whatever I had last time. They, yeah. The, the, the ladies like, like, I... consults the book. Yeah, no, I think that exists now because, like, how are they supposed to fucking remember what you had six months ago, sir? There's um, no way that's not my, a, a Great Clips apron. It but might I
0: be the... thank you so
1: much for pointing that out. It's got Velcro. I can feel Velcro on I can feel a, it is, on I, it,
0: hear it. It is a haircut apron. Like, uh, it, it absolutely is one. So I and think you might be onto something. A, this is saved to his profile at, like... <laughs> Great clips or sport uh, clips, sport sport clips, clips.
2: (laughs) sport clips with the Z. That's also the face of a man getting a haircut, yeah, Mm -hmm. just like bewildered,
0: lost. (laughs) What do I do? My wife dropped me off, and I'm I don't know how to get home. I was like, Here's a ten dollar (laughs) bill,
1: I can like smell that wet hairspray, yeah, Yeah. oh, yeah,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: yeah. Mm
1: Yeah,
0: it's not even really or Wet. (laughs) Yeah, it's
2: just it's really watered down like mousse.
1: Yeah,
0: we could finish her
1: dry, but it's gonna cost you extra. I've I've had so many great clips haircuts in my life. Oh my god, (laughs) hard (laughs) saying. Okay, so so many hard
0: saying haircuts are fucking expensive. It wasn't until like quite recently that I could really afford like the maintenance. I used to go to the Aveda. Can't you tell? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I also went to the Vada school. I yeah. knew all Good we, deal. we we did all the tricks.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, James Lowry, a hair aficionado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Farmers interviewed by local investigators said word around town was that Lowry was having problems with Pilgrim's Pride and the company wasn't going to renew his contract. Lowry got into the poultry business around the year 2000 and since then had consistently ranked in the middle third of the tournament. So Uh he he wasn't as badly off as some of his neighbors. But again, like, unless you're a top performer, you're not making shit. You're not making enough money to sustain. Like middle third is meaningless. Yeah. So in December 2014, after Pilgrim delivered a new flock of chicks to his farm, the company claims that Lowry neglected the flock to such an extreme degree that he was determined to have violated the company's animal welfare policies when he didn't respond to certify. And I don't know if that's true or not in that scenario. Mm hmm when he didn't respond to certified letters telling him what he needed to fix on his farm to be in compliance with the policies they notified him that he would they would not be renewing his contract for the following year so either he really was abusing the animals or they were trying to strong arm him
0: into borrowing to improve his facilities. I could see that. I could also see them n- see not only strong arming him, but because the animal cruelty subject had like been in the forefront, they could also be making an example of him at the same time and being right. like, See, we're doing this right. because he's not a top earner anyway, so they're like, Fuck this, we don't care about this guy and his fucking chickens.
1: Right. Yeah, we're not
0: making any been, money. It
1: could have been a few things. Yeah. Right. I could see all Lots of that. Lots of factors. So they could have been pressuring him to spend that money on like equipment upgrades. We don't know. Mm-hmm. So the attacks began right around the time that Lowry received the news that they weren't going to renew the contract. And this gave him ample reason to be angry at Pilgrim and at other farmers who seemed to be having more success under the system. Mm-hmm. And like, as an out well, he's, you know, an insider, but as a third party, you're like, you know, the grass is always greener. He could be looking at Sonny and being like, well, he is doing well, not knowing that Sonny is $2 million in debt.
0: Right, Yeah. right.
1: Police were not able to find any solid evidence, though, that Lowry had been in the neighbor's chicken houses and the investigation
0: hit a dead end. Color me shacked. Color me squacked.
3: (laughs) Oh, no. This chicken shit.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, the farms that had been targeted were continuing to struggle with the massive financial fallout of the attacks. A few weeks after... Wynne's remaining birds were picked up for slaughter and Pilgrim mailed him a tournament settlement sheet. And when calculating his performance for the current flock, Pilgrim had factored in the two houses of birds killed in the attack, which is like not Wynne's fault. Uh-huh. And this significantly dragged down his pay rate for the few remaining birds. Of because- fucking course. Of course. Yeah. So uh, the the two houses
2: that were Killed. How many did he have total? Like, what percentage was the two houses?
1: I don't know. Okay, that I don't know. But if it's like, if it's like
0: seventy five percent or like
2: two percent,
0: I don't know. Probably not two percent at forty thousand birds. It's got to be significant. Forty thousand birds has to be significant. It's got to be. But regardless, like this was not his fault, and clearly Pilgrim is not protecting. Their workers in any right. way, shape, or form by yeah. just throwing him under the bus and going. Well, sorry, nothing we can do. That right. is the point. Yeah, I right. just,
2: I just kind of was curious about the, you know, the right. impact that that made. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, the impact was that Win was now ranked at the bottom of the tournament, and his performance pay for that flock was a deduction. Of almost $13,000. So that's money that he now owes the company.
0: So his pay was more debt.
1: His pay was $13,000. And he already owed
2: millions in debt. His pay was negative $13,000. Holy Uh shit. No. Yep.
0: Yep. I mean, really, his only option is like, I guess I shutter my business, my farm, and declare bankruptcy and and hope I can start all over again.
1: That's really fucking sick. There's a really similar system in India with basically share cropping farmers and the rates of suicide of these farmers. Oh, must be so high. Is really, really high because they get in this situation and like there's no way out. Yeah. Yeah. In April, police finally got a lucky break in their investigation of Lowry when a court order that they had filed to obtain his cell phone records finally came through and the records placed him in the vicinity of all the farms that had sustained attacks on each night in
0: question. Well, that lucky break could also just be called basic detective work. But sure,
1: (laughs) basic detective work months later. Believing this new evidence would be enough to convict him, the local sheriff's deputies arrested Lowry. He was charged with eight counts of burglary and three counts of malicious injury to animals or property, which feels low. I feel like, couldn't you, because the scale of this
0: is so much bigger. Yeah, I guess, but like the way American court systems are set up, it's like he's going to get charged for the cruelty to animals, the trespassing, the tampering, whatever. But
2: And they're set up to value the bigger corporate
1: right and but there's he, not going to be saying, any like kind he of killed s- three hundred twenty thousand animals
0: yeah i just not don't three. think we take that shit very seriously yeah. is the problem and then of course there's not going to be any like financial restitution uh, to these other farmers unless there is a sizable civil suit which right. because he's part of this predatory system anyway there's no way he can pay out
1: right and there's no way these poor
0: farmers can uh, afford the type of
1: a liability insurance that they would need. No. Or if they could even qualify for it, but no, no pilgrim's pride has it. Mm-hmm. But then, Shamo, <gasps> a Clarendon County judge, dismissed all the charges against Lowry at a preliminary hearing a month later, stating that prosecutors hadn't presented sufficient evidence to take the case to trial. So the cell phone data wasn't enough. The phone records put Lowry's phone at the scene of each attack, but they didn't find fingerprints. They didn't have tire tracks. They didn't have any forensic evidence. It wasn't enough. Okay. There was some talk of Lowry potentially still facing federal charges for tampering with the food supply. Again, A, just like that vegan. Get yep. friends. Same scale. Get <laughs> her lower. <World> <laughs> Which could carry a sentence of up to 20 years, but I haven't, found any sources like follow up since then about what's happened to this guy as far as i know he's free Mm -hmm. he's out the contract farming system and tournament pay systems are still in use in january 2020 the u.s department of agriculture proposed new rules aimed at preventing some of the most egregious exploitation of contract farmers
0: but i mean because that's like I like I I'm obviously pissed that this guy did this because uh-huh. it's cruelty and it's fucking up somebody else's livelihood. But he also this is this he for was everyone listening. To this. Yes, this for everyone listening who like I'm gonna soapbox for like one second. Yeah. Who can't get on board with like defunding the police and stay with me here. The issue is with what's causing this crime. And like, if we focus on that, like this system is built to create w- yeah. exactly what this guy did, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's
1: called cutthroat competition for exactly. a reason.
0: Yeah. So if these, if these, imp- if these employees, which I say in quotes They're because not. they aren't even fucking employees, yeah, they have no, no rights, they have no protections mm-hmm. whatsoever, mm-hmm. and the animals don't have any rights or any protections, and if they had those things and could work. In community with each other and support each other and have those resources, we wouldn't be fucking talking about this at all. Mm -hmm.
1: So, again, in January 2020, they tried to pass, the Department of Agriculture tried to pass new rules. And these rules, people wanted the rules to end the tournament pay system. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And, like, they, they kind of did, but... The rules also included a loophole that stated that corporations would not be liable for quote reasonable business decisions that would be customary in the industry. So vague. And they can they they said that the tournament pay system was customary it's in customary. the industry. This is fucking this is fucking so it is, is precedent. This
0: is like, yeah. this is fucking qualified immunity in yeah. chickens. Like, yeah. this, this is. is <laughs> like. This, I am. My <laughs> brain is in front with the red <laughs> cluckified clock- <laughs> immunity. This is cluckified immunity. I am so.
1: This I is like.
0: I, I, okay. I know. Yep.
1: Yep. And so farmers in Clarendon County and counties around the country continue to be pitted against each other and forced to compete for money that will never compensate for the debt that they have been forced to also take on, and asked how he felt about the judge dismissing the case against Lowry. Sunny Wynn, sweetie pie, responded, quote, I feel sorry for James Lowry. I don't hate him at all. Yeah,
0: he gets it. Yeah. He gets it. And fucking Pilgrim, which is basically just. A visage of capitalism and white supremacy (laughs) trying to pit the oppressed against each other in a literal pilgrim's hat. (laughs) (laughs) I have we learned something from the literal
1: pilgrims. (laughs) Is this the most outraged you've ever been on Apple? I like you're like super pissed. This is exactly (laughs)
0: this is this is white supremacy with chickens. Like that's what this is. Yeah.
1: So that's my case. Holy <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. And yeah, keep the oppressed it oppressed. Goes
1: all the way to the top. She's so red. Look <laughs> at her face. I know I'm also really hot. You're
0: really obsessed. hot. No, <laughs> no really, Amanda's uh, face uh, Me! So bad. <laughs> I am just, I mean, honestly, this is such like a clear-cut example yeah. of every fucking system of capitalism yep. that is just destroying humanity. I
1: know, this really made me, I mean, I already like understood, but this like really just kind of clicked it all in my brain. Fucking yeah. A. Uh-huh.
0: Cool, 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 cool. we capitalism. Should we hear a quick word from our sponsor? Cool. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes. Skip trips to the grocery store this spring and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit.
2: Really easy to see why. My favorite thing about HelloFresh, besides just the ease and the lack of food waste, is how often they change up their recipes. Mm -hmm. We've got a whole new selection of recipes, my favorite of which is the Harissa chicken bowls. Mm. Oh my lord. These flavors. I love a bowl. I love a bowl. Whoa. So it's chicken over tabbouleh with feta and Greek vinaigrette. Mm. It's just like fresh vegetables, these grains, the chicken. Oh, my Lord.
3: It's Mm, smoky. It's
2: spicy. It's Greek. You can't get much better than that. HelloFresh is also an excellent value. It's about 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store and 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal without sacrificing the quality or like the variety. As I said, I am obsessed with their variety. So HelloFresh's fresh ingredients are sourced directly from growers and delivered from the farm to your front door in under a week. Contact free. Couldn't be easier. Love it. It's
0: the best. So Go to HelloFresh.com slash gals12 and use code gals12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. One more time, go to HelloFresh.com slash gals12, that's G A L S 1 2, and use code gals12 for 12, you heard it, 12 free meals, including free shipping. And treat your meals! Trade them!
2: Native deodorant is formulated without aluminum, parabens, or talc. It's also vegan and never tested on animals.
0: We are fully obsessed with Native. We have completely changed over from all of our previous deodorants Mm -hmm. to Native products. And one of my favorite things about Native is it's all ingredients that you know. Native deodorant is made with ingredients that you've heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. You are deodorant every day. Shouldn't you be able to understand the ingredients list? Yes, you should. It also works. I'm a smelly gal and a sweaty Betty, okay? So I was nervous about (laughs) switching to Native from an antiperspirant, but that doesn't mean that you'll have to worry about that midday BO. There's a reason why Native has over 16,000 five-star reviews. It works. One of the other things that it really helped me with that I didn't even notice until, like, after I had started using Native, is that it uh, reduced my underarm acne for me personally. Oh, so I used to yeah, I used to get underarm acne all the time from the antiperspirants that I was using. And switching over to a natural deodorant that doesn't have antiperspirant in it was really helpful for my underarm acne. So bonus. Um, they also have all these d- amazing scents. They have over ten scents, which include their classics and their rotating seasonals. So you're guaranteed to find one that you love. Their classic scents include coconut and vanilla, which is their most popular, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, which is my absolute go-to. Like, it's so bright, so fresh, and Mm. just perfect for a year-round, like, simple scent. And then the citrus and herbal musk is also amazing. That's my go-to.
2: I love the citrus and herbal musk, as well as one of their seasonal ones that I'm using now. It is, I believe, the... A uh, paradise flower and amber. Oh
0: yes,
2: oh, I smell like a beautiful jungle.
0: Yeah, that one's gorgeous. They also offer plastic-free options, so if you want to cut down on your plastic consumption, Native now offers a line of plastic-free deodorants in their most popular scents. They have something for everyone. So maybe you're more into your natural scent. Then you know we got something for you too. Native has a popular unscented option. And if you're more sensitive, you can check out their sensitive collection that's made without any baking soda. So great. And it's no risk to try. They have free shipping on every order in the U.S. And Native offers 30-day returns and exchanges in the U.S. What other deodorant company is going to let you return your deodorant if you don't like (laughs) it? Like, nobody does that. It's amazing. So amazing.
2: So make the switch to Native today by going to nativedio.com slash winecrime 20 or use promo code WineCrime20, that's W I N E C R I M E, 20 at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash WineCrime20 or use promo code WineCrime20 at checkout for 20% off your first first order and treat your pits.
0: Treat them! All right, y'all. I enjoy painting my nails, but it's very frustrating because I feel like my at-home manicures always chip. Mm Mm-hmm. Every time, like I'll work so hard to get it perfect and then it lasts a day, maybe. Yeah. And that's before I got the Olive and June Manny system. And now I have the capabilities and the tools to do DIY manis that look salon perfect and last seven or more days. I'm not kidding.
2: It's so true. Also, going to the salon as often as you should is quite expensive. It does get pricey. It gets a little pricey. I Mm -hmm. love Olive and June's mani system and, honestly, their pedi system because their pedi system comes with all these, like, little... Sharp little scraper tools really, really get under those nails. I,
3: mm-hmm. I am kind
2: of weird about my pedicures. I like to like get in there. Same. And all of June's pedi system allows me to do just that. So the system comes with all the tools you need in one box. This it is so easy. It's only five steps, and it comes with this thing called a poppy. It's a patented brush handle. It's like the squishy little rubber, soft little rubber thing that you just pop Mm -hmm. on the top of your nail polish bottle and it gives you that grip and the weight balance to keep your hands from like shaking or just kind of like stabilizes your hands so you can even Mm -hmm. paint with your non-dominant hand and it makes it so much easier
0: y'all I pulled that thing out of the box and I was like what is this this is dumb there's no way this is gonna work and then I did it and I took back Everything <laughs> I previously thought about the poppy. It's a game changer. You take that poppy out of your mouth. I did. <laughs> well, I put it in my mouth just to kiss it because oh. I was so thankful.
2: Yeah. Well, they also have the most beautiful colors of nail polish. It's amazing. It looks like gel. It looks mm-hmm. and lasts like gel nail polish. And it breaks down to about $2 a manicure. So yeah. if you compare that to like a salon gel mani, hi.
0: Yeah. This and 35-40 bucks before tip.
2: Yeah, you can do it yourself. It doesn't take that long. Follow the steps. It's so it like Amanda said, very much a self-care routine. I also do not have a dishwasher yet. So I do all of my dishes by hand. So I know I know yeah. that mm-hmm. the importance of a good high quality manicure is like for it it can't chip. Once it chips, it's all gone to hell. And this yeah. stuff really lasts. I will be an Olive and June fanatic for life.
0: Yes. And now you can get on our level. You can get 20% off your first Manny system with our promo code GALS. Your new nail life is here. It has arrived. Again, get 20% off your first Manny system when you use promo code GALS, G-A-L-S, at OliveAndJune.com. We're done. We're done with expensive and bad manicures. Okay? Okay. This is the new us. This is it. It's here, oliveandjune.com, promo code gals, and treat your manies. Treat it. Are you ready for my case? No, no,
2: I don't know. I don't know. No. It's better
0: than Kenyans. Well, true. Kenyans was a fucking doozy. That was rough. Whew. But it, w- it was hard for me to find a meaty case for this episode.
2: <laughs> so I'm going to do it was like. Mostly fat.
0: Mostly fat. I'm going to do a little gag style shallow dive situation with two just straight up like headlines and then in, the, in between those two, a little narrative that I have finessed.
2: Okay. Amazing. So
0: first, this headline reads, this is out of Bing- Binghamton, New York, the capital of the whole world. Quote, stabbing <laughs> followed fight over chicken nuggets. Classic. June 1st, 2016. I feel that. Uh, yeah. No notes. (laughs) Police say a man was stabbed Saturday at a Binghamton residence after an argument involving chicken nuggets. The 39-year-old victim suffered multiple stab wounds to his abdomen and one just below the ear in the assault which took place uh. at 8 Crandall Street, according to Binghamton police captain Jack Collins. I feel
2: like below the ear is, is like the a, an important artery. Yeah, it's there's basically something the
1: neck. throbbing there. It's this, it's this one.
0: That's where you check for a pulse. Yeah, I feel it. That's God. close to like your carotid or whatever they call that. I don't know. Your carotid. Carotid. <laughs> the victim remained hospitalized Wednesday, listed in critical condition. I believe they are alive, but... There's no follow-up, and this article is almost over already. On Tuesday, investigators arrested Lamont Weaver, 31, of Binghamton, and charged him with a felony count of attempted second-degree murder in connection with the stabbing. Second-degree because it was not premeditated. He got mad about the nuggets. Yeah. He was taken was into custody. Im- it was impulsive. It was impulsive. And attempted murder means the guy didn't die. So, you know what? We're all fine. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. Everyone's fine. Can we just let this one go? He's got a gaping hole in his neck near
1: his arteries. Boys will be
0: boys. Boys fight. Oh my God. What are you going to do? (laughs) Uh, He was taken into custody at a Henry Street apartment. Collins said Weaver and the victim had known each other for a few weeks, and investigators believe the stabbing from an argument over food stemmed from an argument over food, namely chicken nuggets. So I guess don't share nuggets with a new friend do you really establish those boundaries
2: period with any you order your own nuggets yeah
0: that's fair i
2: know you're gonna want one fucking order your own
0: i think lucy would stab either of us without question over nuggets
1: i knew she was going to react that way (gasps) oh my god If
2: I had any inclination that anybody else at the table wanted nuggets, I'd order twice as many. Well, right. Because yeah. I can't share. No, I will you order gladly, for you. I'll gladly pay for extra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you I would am rather not buy about to share right.
0: yeah.
1: their own set of nugs. <sighs> mm-hmm. I am out for
2: myself, for number one. <laughs> Unless it's to- at,
0: the top, at the top of the meal. It's, Who's uh, the sh- asshole? right i think we know oh, it's all of it's us it's me. It's, it's all of us we all have our moments but unless you've established <laughs> that at the top of the meal where it's like do we want to order order nuggets for the table no that doesn't fries work for the table i get but panicky. The are, i can do fries for the table i don't think i could do nuggets for the table that's different
1: no mm-hmm. no
0: nuggets are a personal effect
2: yeah
1: you basically have to like Touch them, hold them, choose the best ones, eat them mm-hmm. in a certain order. Yes. Yeah. You eat yes. them sort in a the certain shapes. order. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Gotta you got to sort the
0: shapes.
2: <laughs> yeah. You need your own supply. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I get it. So get high high on only, get, only get
2: high on your own supply. And you mm-hmm. have to put them in order like you eat the least uh-huh. desirables, like yeah. you save the boots for last. Yeah. yeah, you, you got to stomach the diamonds down first. The, the little
0: shrivelly sad ones yep. first. I yeah. eat the
1: round ones first.
2: I eat the round, meaty ones first, and then I saved. I save the ones with like a crispy corner for last. Uh-huh. Oh, mm-hmm. I like that. Save the crispy corners for last. But if someone was like, "Oh, can I have one of those?" I'm like, "No." Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? All no. I gotta
0: say is free Lamont Weaver. Okay.
2: Oh, the, huh? per- the free
0: Lamont Weaver. <laughs> I'm okay. on his side on this one. Okay. Okay. I get it. I okay. get it. Okay. And I'm with it. So, now that we've wet our whistle with a stabbing, I'm going to dive into some chicken nugget recalls. Oh, God. Yep, because 2020 (laughs) wasn't already the year from hell. In June of last year, Pilgrim's Pride of Waco, Texas, recalled over 60,000 pounds of chicken nuggets because they, quote, may be contaminated with extraneous materials, specifically... Flexible rubber material. <laughs> so, oh,
2: you know what? Wait, what? 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 What's flexible rubber?
0: Like a yoga mat? Basically. Yeah. yeah. We don't get to the bottom of what it is. So, Kenyon, if you have insight.
1: I had a theory, but now that I've thought it through, it doesn't make sense. All right. So, I retract. You'll share it either way. Yeah. And since Cinnamon no, Toast crunch
0: gate is top news right now, this whole thing felt fitting. And if you do not, we talked about this at the uh, top of the episode. If you're unaware of what's going on with the cinnamon tr- cinnamon toast crunch thing, <laughs> this guy <laughs> who shall remain nameless because he's a turd, poured himself a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, ate it, but then like when he went to pour himself a second one, m- items came out of the box that were not cinnamon toast crunch, two of which were... Sh- obvious shrimp tails coated in the sugar mixture <laughs> and then he posted this picture to twitter and like tagged cinnamon toast crunch and general mills and cinnamon cinnamon toast crunch first emailed him or whatever and was like oh my gosh <laughs> let's figure this out but then they gaslit him yeah. publicly by being like well that's a, that's- these clumps of sugar happen it's it didn't yeah. happen at Those our they aren't facility. shrimp tails that's- they're not shrimp tails, <laughs> and, shrimp tails and they're like sugar. <laughs> fucking they're definitely shrimp tails and then that blew up and then it was like well did you look in the rest of the box he's like oh shit no i didn't so then he looks in the rest of the box oh wait there's more shrimp tails um no it wasn't more shrimp tails there was a piece of string detritus like (laughs) yeah piece of string thing something that looked like worms stuff that looked like rat feces definitely rat poop rat feces baked on two pieces of the cinnamon toast crunch and then he checked <laughs> the pieces, bag pieces itself pieces that were like dyed pink for yeah, no but, real yeah, a reason a corner of one was like red for no, was, no reason but it was but blood. it was all like baked in it was baked like, in and then the bottom of the bag up. the plastic bag that's supposed to be sealed inside of the box was just sealed with clear packing tape like packing. so the theory is at the storage <laughs> facility before it made it into a box, into a grocery store, there was a rat or mouse infestation. Yeah. Which would also actually explain the the shrimp shrimp tails because they scavenge in the garbage. They bring those things where they like nest and continue to scavenge. Yep. And so they likely got into either flour or some sort of storage container. All of this shit gets in there before these little buggers are covered and With cinnamon sugar goodness and then packaged or whatever. It's possible they had gotten into an individual bag and some disgruntled, probably underpaid, undervalued employee was like, Well, fuck, I'm just gonna tape this shit shut. So I don't want
1: this to be docked from my pay, this box of $4 cereal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: So he who must not be named has taken the shrimp tails to a facility for DNA testing.
1: As yeah. well as
0: some of the other bits of, like Lucy said, detritus from inside of the bag. <laughs> yeah. So go to Twitter so for all of, of your detritus. cinnamon toast crunch drama needs and yeah. get ready to. Yeah. boof. But shrimp can't floss. Yeah. 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 Uh, the string was yikes. like. Oh, yeah. There was like a piece there of was floss, floss in there. Floss. Yikes. <laughs> the flossy flossy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so that's the rundown. And since this is so recent, not the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but back to the chicken tenders, some of you might still have this recalled chicken tender product in your freezer right now. So I'm going to give the information on the specific item that has been recalled. So if you have a pen and paper, use it now. I do. These are Pilgrim's fully cooked chicken breast nuggets. Specifically, with a Best Buy date of May sixth, twenty twenty one, and a lot code of 0127, and establishment number P two zero seven two eight. So these are only recalled from a specific facility, okay? And a specific like batch that were bagged.
1: I'm just not trusting any chicken out of no, Pilheim. never again. No,
0: never again. I'm ever wary mm-hmm. yeah. at this point. Also, please tag tell us in a Graham. picture. If you have these recalled nuggets, it's pill grim. It is grim. <laughs> I want to know that we saved a life. So if you have this lot number, the specific product yeah, in your freezer, let us know. I want to be tagged in the, the Instagram story of you throwing it out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So customers were coming forward and complaining that they had found the inedible material, the, 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 the rubber, whatever material in their nugs, which sparked the recall. And almost this exact thing happened with Tyson Nuggets in 2018 when, quote, a small number of consumers contacted the company to say they had found small pieces of soft blue rubber in the Nuggets, prompting the company to issue the recall. I wonder so if that's piece, from
1: rats, too. shit into I, I mean, I honestly
0: think... I honestly maybe. think a lot of these things... Or like end a up... piece
1: of equipment that started to fall apart and then the... Piece, but maybe. It, doesn't,
2: it doesn't matter whose fault it was. Like right. whether a rat Quality brought it in or whatever.
0: Control, like, or like some someone's glove hello. fell into a batch, whatever. Yeah, I'm just speculating. Yeah. yeah. There's all kinds of reasons that it could happen. Mm-hmm. But like, be diligent mm-hmm. with your food production. Mm-hmm. So this prompted the company to issue the recall though the pieces have been found in a very small number of packages no injuries have been reported with this recall so like who the fuck is putting yoga mats in the nugs I need answers <laughs> And honestly, that alone is super gross, but it's like not even as dangerous as some of the other recalls that have been made, like the Purdue Nug recall in 2019. Mm-hmm. This specific product, the Fun Shapes Chicken Breast Nuggets, and no, none of the shapes are actual breasts. I checked. I find this Nor misleading. Nor
1: fun. Nor fun. <laughs> oh, that would be fun.
0: I right? would buy chicken those nuggets. chicken breasts for like a bachelorette party? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a free one, Purdue, but you can't have it because you're garbage failed to list an allergen in one of in this product which was milk so fortunately there were no like reactions or injuries that were bad due to this oversight but customers reaching out to ask like does this product have any dairy sparked an inquiry and sure enough the breading yeah. used milk and they hadn't listed it on the bag and like things like that have happened before where they're not listing allergens and then people are like oh yeah. fuck
1: and also it makes it not kosher
0: mm-hmm. that too and dairy. And even the heavy hitters like McDonald's have issues like this. In 2015, a diner at a McDonald's in Japan found pieces of plastic in their nuggets.
1: That's like the least surprising one. Right.
0: Once <laughs> once again, a mysterious blue foreign material. The production facility in Thailand claimed they were confident this didn't happen at their facility. But the company still recalled a million... Chicken McNuggets from stores. And this was a blow after McDonald's had already pledged to stop using the infamous pink slime.
1: I can't. I've forgotten. For those
0: who don't know what the pink slime is, allow me to ruin your life. Oh,
1: yes. I forgot about
2: the pink I remember oh, it. Don't worry. There's a photo on the drive. I remember it, drive. it all. I, I know. I can't clearly
0: Quote Mechanically separated meat, MSM, and mechanically separated poultry, MSP are terms used to refer to (laughs) products created by mechanization which allows meat processors to recover edible meat tissue from the carcasses of animals. Prior to the mid-20th century, a good deal of meat scraps and tissue from food animals, such as cows, pigs, chickens, and turkeys, went to waste because processors had no efficient means of separating it from the bones after the rest of the meat had been removed from carcasses. This recovery process was largely done manually when it was undertaken at all until the development of machines in the 1960s that automated the process, making it faster, cheaper and higher yielding. Mechanically separated meat is a paste like or batter like meat product created by forcing unstripped bones under high pressure through a type of sieve. To separate edible meat tissue, including tendons and muscle fiber, from the bones. It's and yes, honestly
2: the same as the process that I went through. The slurry. Oh, yes. Yeah. I know. Yes, the slurry you went through earlier. There's, yeah. some, there's
1: something, though, the, about the, 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 the pink? massaging and the tenderizing or whatever. Mm-hmm. The word pink and the word batter yep. make it worse.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, pink, I guess, the is same. a resultant of having red meat. Well, oh, but the, I don't even get that they far. Do,
0: they definitely do it in, with red meat and poultry. And both oh, end no, up with... Oh, no,
2: I know, but, the, like, the pink paste is with meant like red, oh, the
0: red meat
2: yep. product.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 There, yeah, it, yeah. There's, the yeah, pink yeah. hue definitely comes from... The blood. blood. From blood, but also, like, <laughs> it, it also goes through some, like, chemical sanitization. It's a whole thing. <laughs>
1: I don't like it. And now
0: I'm going to round this out with an NPR article, as promised, with the no holds barred headline of, quote, a history of human fingers found in fast food. (laughs) I just want to ruin everybody's day. I'm literally picturing Uh, folks listening right now while waiting in the drive through line and like checking their mirrors to see if they can back up enough to (laughs) get the fuck out. Uh, uh, also, this is not a current history because this is from 2012. So I'm sure there are many, many. I more. wish I
1: haven't had fast food in a while, and I wish that I had had like one last hurrah.
0: Oh, because yeah. now
1: I just cannot. But I did actually, get Taco
0: Bell and McDonald's breakfast on our can, road trip.
1: Can I ask Kenyon what would be your one? Yeah, fast what food would hurrah? It be? Oh, that's a good question. I might be born. I mean, I I like a classic. McDonald's hamburger, no cheese, mm. just not <laughs> a waffle wasp- or whatever, not like a Big Mac, Freak. just like a little flatty, flat Die. hamburger. Yeah. Okay. Flatty
0: McFlat flat. Flatty
1: McFlat flat and <laughs> s- six piece nugs and fries. And if I'm going all out, a shake.
0: I'd have a really hard time choosing between a quarter pounder with cheese meal and chicken chalupa supremes that would be a had real one, one of those in a me. long
1: time i used I've... to crave them when we lived abroad but then i came back one summer and had a chicken chalupa supreme and then got really ill and now i, I haven't had one since
2: i will say mm-hmm. i did not have taco bell for about six years and then i and then i was just like i have to have a chicken chalupa supreme yeah with the with the fire sauce or the diablo sauce mm-hmm Honey, it was so fucking good. Yeah, I. That's my one fast food. Like, oh
3: fuck, fuck yeah! The
2: last time I had
1: a chicken chili supreme
0: was in the (laughs) back of my car, in the back
1: of your car, and I. The lettuce is still after the American Authors concert. I I had to get my
0: car. Detailed because of <laughs> your display. It was a <laughs> lot
2: of lettuce, <laughs> and not just
0: lettuce. The little finely chopped, like tomato squares, <laughs> everywhere between the seats. The cheese. <laughs> Half of my chalupa. I don't think you a- ate any of it except the shell.
2: If uh, if you feel like I owe you money for getting your truck, you hard don't. You, you let don't know. <laughs> I'm part of <laughs> like
0: <laughs> the Maury's Minnetonka, like most whatever of, most dealership. Most of my club. dinner <laughs>
1: was on the bottom of the floor. <laughs> I, I know it all got vacuumed up. <laughs> we took some hard turns. I don't know. We were it singing. was
0: not <laughs> on me, the driver,
3: <laughs>
1: sir.
2: Well, at least no, getting no. get there in the back, like <laughs> well, this no, is
3: the
1: best day of my life. Yeah, it was the <laughs> pantomime had, we drunk, and dancing. And Amanda was sober driving Stone our drunk sober. asses, just
0: like. <laughs> it was a really fun night, but <laughs> I, did, really I I'm not night. kidding when I say I had to get my car detailed. I <laughs> didn't have the tools to reach the mess that they had made back there. It was complete carnage. <laughs> Anyway, back to this article. Here it was we go.
1: Sodage, <laughs> and your car was like two weeks old. It was like oh, brand new. I had
0: just gotten that, <laughs> just, <laughs> just got <gotten> that car. <sighs> Resale value went down a lot that day. <laughs> so, a Michigan teen says he got a taste of more than just roast beef when he bit into his Arby's Sam. It's always fucking Arby's, by the way. People need to Ish. stop going to Arby's. <laughs> When he bit into his RB sandwich last week. But they've got the meat. They have too (laughs) much meat, clearly. (laughs) Ryan Hart was nearly finished with his meal when he tasted something chewy, an employee's finger. Quote, I was about to puke. It was just nasty. I'm sorry, what? I literally... (laughs) Kenya just spit up. She spit up. She spit up. An employee's finger was in his sandwich. I need a
1: minute because... I know you prepared us, but then I forgot.
0: Yeah, and you just barfed on yourself. But- and I love it. I mean, like, <laughs> let just just use your imagination. Ugh. The piece appeared to be the back of a finger, including the pad, and extending beyond the first knuckle. So maybe Ugh. this is this the back, or is this the, or is that the front? If you're well, including the, the, the pad, pad, is
2: here? Yeah, either maybe of it these was sections, like a. Psh, maybe it was a. Psh,
0: yeah, maybe they, when they a were twinned. cutting or like with the meat slicer, maybe they yeah, rubbed their a... hand against it. Oh, yeah. It and got a the cat. It was a twist. Upon learning of the isolated and unfortunate accident, yeah, isolated my ass, the franchisees' restaurant team stopped food production and thoroughly cleaned and sanitized the restaurant. This isn't the first finger found in food incident in recent years. We hope you're not eating lunch right now as we take a look back at some of the Never more well known. Mealtime finger discoveries I'll not First or soon. second is The other Arby's finger incident Because if Arby's <laughs> not known for something It's for having fingers in your food uh, 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 Much like our Michigan teen in Ohio man They have the meat They have the meat <laughs> The long pig An Ohio man said he realized Something wasn't right When he bit into his Arby's sandwich in 2004 Cue he associated- Amanda's
1: face yeah,
0: yes, the picture <laughs> Sir, Your meat. The Associated Press reported that David Scheiding Found, quote, a piece of flesh about three-fourths of an inch long When health investigators spoke with the manager They saw a bandage on the manager's thumb Turns out he had sliced his thumb skin while shredding lettuce But reportedly didn't throw away the bin of lettuce Oh! <gasps> And it ended up on this fucking guy's sandwich. (laughs) Next is one that we definitely all know about, but... Name it me what it seems. The Wendy's finger chili scam. No! A Las Vegas woman. Your face is... If you are not a patron, you need to join right now to watch the video (laughs) of this episode. I
1: literally... Puked she threw on off. myself. Yeah. and we kept recording. Yeah,
0: she, yeah it's she, incredible. She threw it's up. not
1: puke, but it's just water. But just water.
0: It was a little spit up, a little <laughs> baby <laughs> spit up. Ugh. A Las Vegas woman told police she found a human finger in her Wendy's chili, but it turned out she planted it there herself. Ugh. The severed cut ap- off her own finger. Uh no, but we'll get to it right now. The severed human appendage actually came from her husband who got it from a co-worker after it was lost in an industrial accident. So it was... So they planned it. Three degrees of Kevin Bacon from this piece of finger that she plopped. The fuck? The,
1: the, oh fuck? So, oh my God. Okay. Wait, so the friend so... lost his finger in an, ac-
0: in yep. an accident. Husband, and they were
1: like, we're were gonna we going to use this.
0: Husband scoops and it they... up. I, yeah, I'm not 100% sure if husband scooped it up unbeknownst to the... Injured? Friend. No, it was benounced. It might have been benounced. It was I feel, this goes deep. Beknownst. This goes deep. Everyone's in on it. The police are in on it. It was for Biden's in on it. Benounced. It was benounced. Sure, that's what I'm gonna go with because I don't feel <laughs> like clicking anything else to find out. Um The New York Times reported that the woman, Anna Ayala, and her husband, Jamie. Pla- Placentia Placenta Placenta We're obviously. both convicted On felony grand theft charges And Another sentenced to Lengthy to prison t- <laughs> Just plop your placenta And <laughs> ch- that Wendy's chili A lot of people Eat the placenta After birth It's very nutritious
1: I know I know Actually I culturally
2: it's No but fun. yeah Actually I'm planning On getting mine encapsulated
1: Yeah you can do that
0: Get it anyway.
2: According to the Associated Press The hoax And resulting PR Incident
0: Cost Wendy's two and a half million dollars in sales losses, <laughs> and that's too bad because the Wendy's chili is pretty legit, and it's a great business model to reuse the burgers that you didn't sell the day before and make them into a chili. Like that's brilliant. <laughs> I am so done. Yeah, I'm sorry, so it's true. Done. It's food. It's it combats food waste. A day old burger isn't gonna be bad enough not to eat.
1: That's fine. On a but small a scale finger. I love it But on like an industrial scale No no she's
0: not talking about the finger anymore She's just upset I'm about the about chili, chili.
2: <laughs> Oh no just keep the chili as long as it'll
0: last Whatever Yeah. Wendy's chili is It's beautiful. good Okay love the next it. is the legit finger in the custard Oh Right on the heels of the Wendy's Chili News in 2005, the Associated Press reported that Clarence Stowers found a finger in his custard at Cole's Frozen Custard in Wilmington, North Carolina. A literal? I guess, yeah, found a finger. But not before eating all of the ice cream off of the finger first. <laughs> He reportedly thought it was candy and didn't realize it was a human appendage until he licked it clean. (laughs) Turns out a worker had lost part of his finger in the custard machine and Stowers was unfortunate enough to find it. Later, Stowers kept the finger for evidence for so long... That it was too late for the employee to get his finger reattached.
1: <laughs> Selfish. Oh, it's no. It's literally like la galette de Oh, my God. I don't know what
0: that means. Moving on. Love. The frozen dinner finger. <laughs> it seems 2005 was a big year for finding severed fingers in food. A California inmate, Philippe Roca, was eating dinner in March of 2005 when he, quote, chewed on a crunchy object in his cornbread and discovered a fingertip. According to the lawsuit, he later filed and information obtained by the Associated Press. The inmate's attorney said Roca is a vegetarian and lost 15 pounds in six days because he couldn't eat after the incident. Yeah, Which is just another reflection on how terrible the conditions are within our prison system and yeah. this needs to be addressed. Yeah. Finally, in this article, I know there are many more, but we're running out of time, so I'm just going to finish it up. The Friday's Burger Finger. In 2006, an Indiana diner. Oh, I know. There are so many. And this is just a small sampling. An Indiana diner found a finger in his TGI Friday's Burger after a restaurant employee accidentally cut it in the kitchen, according to an Associated Press story at the time. Quote, the manager didn't even know it happened until he got to the hospital. That kid. The TGI Friday spokeswoman said that. How
1: high was he? Yeah, How really? high?
0: Or the, here's something I could imagine. Cuts the hand, sees the blood, passes out, has no clue how bad it is. Mm, okay. Someone is just like, oh, fuck, it's dinner rush. We have to deal with this, but we also have to give this food to the guest. Somebody else who maybe doesn't have a table or an assistant manager or whatever takes that individual to the hospital. Right. They kind of come to when they're going into the ER and right. it's like, bro, your fucking finger got cut off, and right. also somebody ate it. But we'll we'll cross that bridge later. Well, yeah. I can see that. I can see it. I can see things playing out like that. Yeah, I've I seen. See that. I, I've seen restaurant in- injuries that are pretty gnarly, and I have seen people pass out from blood. I'm not one Ooh. of those people. But I've it can happen. I've seen some good shit. Anyway, that's my
1: case. Oh. Whole- <laughs> Wow. Really wow! Great buckets. I
0: literally—you've covered a bun. Really did it in this episode <laughs> that did. is like two and a half hours long. It's a
1: long ep. We
0: went for it. I... Chicken nugget crimes is two and a half hours <laughs> long. Oh my God, it is so Yo, long. I have I have nothing to apologize for. It's just so good. Yeah.
1: There you go. You're fucking welcome. Thank you, Sydney Wolf. We'll talk to you next week.